0: Welcome, everybody, to Papa Spice's Hot Takes with Hands and Harry. How is everybody out there in Internet land doing? We hope you are having a fine day, afternoon, evening, whenever you might be listening or morning, I guess. Um, Harry, what's good, man? Anything new or exciting?
1: Anything new or exciting? Well, um, we have Top Gun on the horizon. Uh, mm. Mission Impossible trailer just dropped. I mean, I know um you know this is more about me and, and my life um, but I don't really have anything exciting memorial day weekends coming up so you know might try to get out to enjoy the the nice weather uh hopefully it is nice but really excited for top Gun uh excited to see it uh, especially with that mission impossible trailer dropping um so yeah that's kind of in front of the mind as of late uh, um and my uh, my favorite team in the world Liverpool they uh, they just missed out on the premier League title and they're gonna be in the Champions League on Saturday, so I expect both of you to watch, report back, uh, good reviews. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll Will win. Do. So we'll see. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. Saturday three
0: o'clock. Uh, what else are you doing? Come yeah, <laughs> nothing much. Memorial Day weekend. That's all. Um, yeah, you know what? Let's go off on a little tangent already, uh, and and talk wow. about that Let's Mission go. Impossible trailer. Cause I gotta say oh, I, thought we gonna, I thought we were gonna talk about Liverpool. My god. Like, ah, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I uh I saw just the Mission Impossible trailer, and I'm a I'm a fan of the series. I've got almost all of them. I think I have all of them except for the last one on, on Blu-ray, and um I enjoy re-watching them from time to time. I gotta say the trailer for the new one didn't really do much for me. It just it looks like more of the same. There wasn't any like over the top zany stunt that I was like oh wow I gotta see that like even you know the cinematography for the Top Gun trailer uh, or trailers is more impressive than you know what we see in the Mission Impossible the new Mission Impossible trailer so I don't know I mean will I be at the theater to check it out absolutely Um, did I see anything that was like yes this is the one Mm, no not really Uh, what about you guys I was I was all in on it. I mean, I and I
2: know I, I text. I sent a, a message to our group. I'm like, I think I just saw the leaked trailer, and I was afraid of watching it because I thought it was gonna be like someone taking a video of their computer screen. But it was actually like <laughs> legit the 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 trailer. It just mm-hmm. Paramount was doing a lot of like cleanup and and was wiping that thing off the dark web. Um, Only I, to release I, it two days later, by the way I know <laughs> and, and I, and I kind of feel like Whether or not that was hype or not You know, we've seen that happen before Where they'll they'll leak a trailer And it just, it still comes out either way mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm really hyped for it I love, absolutely love Mission Impossible I think it's one of my favorite action franchises I, I thought this trailer I, I, Probably from the opposite of you. I mean, I, you said it, it looks like the same old, same old And I don't know, I, I agree and I don't know if that's why I'm so hyped about it, because I just love Mission Impossible so much. Now, I know that this one is supposed to be, what's a Dead Reckoning? I think- Part one. De- part one. Yeah. So I like the fact that they're actually like, they're connecting it to like have a part two. So maybe it might be different than the other Mission Impossibles where, you know, I, I, I'm i probably just seeing it as like something going bad at the end and, and you know, it's going to kind of swing back around part two where it's kind of like Empire Strikes Back ish where the bad guy wins uh i think the cinematography some of the shots in this movie were really cool uh i, I like the whole sandstorm in the desert with the horse ride i thought that was like shot really well
0: didn't um, they do that in another mission impossible i swear they did it in like four or five I, i'm gonna just say this they all blend together really i can't
2: <laughs> you I, if i go to a mission <laughs> impossible quizzo and you tell me to identify <laughs> two like three different scenes and which one it's in i'm mm-hmm. not gonna remember um but i mean we get tom cruise running which is like a trademark at this point in mission oh, Impossible, mm. where he's just running across the country and through buildings so uh, i i don't know if the big stunt is towards the end the, the dirt bike off the cliff probably mm-hmm. tom was probably like yeah i'll do that what, what do i what do i have to lose
0: <laughs> time to up those insurance premiums yeah, yeah, yeah
2: uh, how, 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 what are your thoughts on it? i know you're a big mi guy yeah, listen,
1: it's actually funny because I, I don't think I've actually ever seen Mission Impossible 2 and 3, um, but I absolutely uh, fell in love when uh, the series got rolling. I think you're referring to Ghost Protocol, uh, Greg,
0: mm-hmm. when
1: you were talking about like, that's the one where he's climbing the side of the building. Yeah. Um, and that's when this kind of, you know, series kind of picked back up um, with the, uh, I believe them 99% sure it's the fourth one because um, as Chris said, sometimes they blend together. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that sometimes what can happen with trailers is it can actually hurt expectations, where like you just said, Greg, like, ah, it looks fine. You know what I mean? And it's it for me, it's just like, yeah, it looks like we're gonna get what we've been getting. And mm-hmm. um, I've really thoroughly enjoyed that. So for me, it's something where it's like, hey. Um, you know, if this is what we're going for, you know, more Tom Cruise doing some cool stunts, maybe, maybe nothing earth-shattering. Um, you know, I don't need him to to risk his life every every two years for one of these. But my hope is is that with the delay of this one, because as you mentioned, Greg, you'll be buying tickets. Uh you'll have to be waiting until July 23 um <laughs> to go see this movie. Uh, but um my hope let's is, spe- is that's let's clarify,
2: know. it's it's not July 23rd, 2022. It's <laughs> July no, yeah, next year, year 14 months. Of year,
1: 2023, away. <laughs> exactly. But I mean they kind of did this with Top Gun, but I mean Top Gun kept getting moved. So they're there this isn't unknown. Um, I mean, we already got the uh you know Avatar 2 trailer to look forward to uh as well. Uh won't miss a chance to mention that. Um no, no, no threads there, just uh wanted to mention it again. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I hope the part two comes soon you know, I'm not, I'm not thinking, you know, December of that same year of 23, but hopefully early 24, like we're we're getting this closed or maybe by 24. Um, My hope is, is that they've, you know, done both of them. And, you know, cause I think that's something that I did hear what they're doing with Tom Cruise because he's obviously not a young buck anymore. So they're definitely trying to like pump these out quicker. Um, But yeah, I mean, what's there to really spoil? I, I know there's a, a callback to one of the characters. I think that might be from three, but um again haven't seen it so uh yeah. it's me and the wife i think are going to do a deep dive before uh the next one to uh to catch them all
0: pokemon ranking episode <laughs> yeah i
2: think they, they're going to tra- they're going to maybe let's and, uh, go they're going to try and uh one more shot they turn it over to jeremy Renner.
0: oh <laughs> uh, come on
1: man they were doing that with him with born and yeah. mission impossible every and they every said, every uh, franchise
0: i will say too the other thing with this trailer is uh yeah you know, look i know Tom Cruise is no spring chicken anymore. But I think this is the first movie where I was like, yeah, he looks his age like every other movie, even up to, you know, Top Gun, uh, the new one, um, you know, he still looks fairly young, young youngish. But uh, the new Mission Impossible trailer, it's like, okay, yeah, he's he's looking every bit of AARP. So, yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. Born in 62. So he just had his uh, 60th birthday. Uh, He'll have his 60th birthday the day before Fourth of July. So wow,
2: that's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I can't even get up off the couch without it hurting.
0: <laughs> this guy's climbing buildings and jumping off cliffs. Yeah. Uh, Hans, how you doing, buddy?
2: I'm good. I just uh, I just got my tickets. Uh, like Harry said, uh, you know top guns coming out, but more importantly, I'm gonna go to my uh, my third viewing of Morbius. So I'm excited <laughs> for that morb squad (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um no uh, i am i am am doing well uh uh, because i have not seen morbius is why i'm doing so well um you know just getting (laughs) getting ready for summer i know getting ready for summer uh you know netflix stranger things comes back Uh, of all the 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 stuff i've i've said negative about netflix i apologize obi-wan comes out this weekend I'm, i'm i'm very over like overwhelmed already even though this stuff isn't released yet um so i my my one of my favorite shows that harry me and harry watch together is this is us is ending tonight so unfortunately har we're you know we have nothing to watch together anymore Mm-mm. yeah i don't watch that show
0: but i hear you <laughs> <laughs> good comms uh i am uh excited to check out love death and robots um i've heard recently a oh, lot yeah, of yeah, good yeah. things about it and uh I think I'm going to do a dive on it and just you know power through whatever's been released so far. So
2: yeah, someone I know from high school or, or grade school. I, I, I if you're listening, I doubt you are. Um, if, but you know I, I I haven't spoken to her in in a long time, but her significant other wrote on that show. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I, I kind of jumped in the first season. I, it's really, it's really interesting. I didn't finish it, but I think I think it's right up your alley. I think you'll like it.
0: Nice,
1: great so far, things I- to look forward to.
0: Yes, absolutely. Lots of content coming up, uh, but our topic tonight isn't what we're watching. It is our fave five sports movies. So we're going to do the huge and run down our fave fives as well as our honorable mentions. Uh, Harry, you want to kick it off with your honorable mentions? Oh,
1: yeah, I would love to kick it off as, as we as we all know, Um my my choices are always interesting and a little a little curve uh ball gets thrown, you know, it gets everyone off guard. Um so I'm gonna start with my first honorable mention, uh 42, uh starting Chadwick Bozeman. Um this movie basically is kind of the story of Jackie Robinson, um, and the, kind of the early days of his career, um, and him trying to break into Major League Baseball. Um and you know it's a it's a really great Chadwick performance. It it's interesting. I, I didn't see it until after he passed. I think there was a re-release um, mm-hmm. for this movie and a couple of his other uh, films that uh, had come out. Um, Harrison Ford's got a small little role in it as well. And uh, it's uh he's uh it's it's uh, it's one of the more Harrison Ford roles that you think like maybe this is what Harrison Ford should be doing nowadays, but. Um, somehow he's he's still uh in action movies like indiana jones and star wars but i mean listen not that he's not that he's doing much um there for it uh but yeah it's it's just um it it doesn't i i feel like sometimes with movies like this um oh and christopher maloney's in it he kind of plays um i believe the head coach uh of of the team um for those of you uh, who love law and order uh svu uh but um, or wet, hot it, American it, summer. Yeah. Or wet, <laughs> hot American summer. Yeah. Do, do I uh, do I miss that? That's where I would. Uh, I would have went with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Jackie Robinson, you know, and in, in, in the movie, basically, he, he can he runs into a lot of a lot of racism in the process of, of becoming the first African-American uh, to play in Major League Baseball. And I think a lot of times with movies like these, they can be a little too I don't, I'm either preachy or a little too safe and or a little bit too much focusing on the baseball as opposed to focusing on, um, you know, Jackie Robinson, the person and what he's dealing with and and kind of. And I think this does a really good job. This isn't one of those, you know, paint by numbers, which um, another one of my choices uh, that I'll pick later. Um with uh like Remember the Titans. That that one is a very I kind of feel like a paint by numbers movie, but 42 is a standout for me. Um, you know, and uh worth seeing, especially now that you know, we won't have Chadwick making more movies. Um, the next film on my list is uh called uh Diego Maradona. Um and I know it's uh the name of a of a famous soccer player. Um, but yeah, that's the name of the movie, and it uh it's about Diego Maradona. Um and it takes place. Um, it has a bunch of un- never before seen footage. Uh, doc. It centers on the, his career as a football player um, when he played for um, uh, Napoli in Italy in the 1980s, and kind of focuses on his international career as well. And kind of just shows it's you know it's a biography, but it kind of shows what he was going through with his life, where he came from, the pressure that was on him, you know, coming from from a poor part of Argentina. Um, you know, to be in one of the well some can most consider him possibly the greatest, uh, you know, football or soccer player of all time. Um, the director of this film, um, I believe his name is uh, As- Asif Kapidad or Kapadia. Um, he uh he also did Sena, um, which was a Formula One, I believe, driver and was a highly regarded doc. It was on Netflix forever. Um, and he also, uh, directed Amy, uh, the Amy Winehouse movie where he won an Academy award for that. Um, so I watched this one. This is the most recent one that I watched. Um, it's also only available, I think on HBO max. Um, so if you don't have that, I don't know if there's a way to see it. Um, but really was taken by this doc. It, you know, I, I think part of the unseen footage and never before seen kind of pulled me in a little bit with it. And obviously I'm probably the biggest soccer, uh, fan on the pod. So, uh, that was another reason for it, and then my last one uh, is a film called Win Win. Um, now this is a, is a, is a littler feature, um, and basically it stars Paul Giamatti. It's from two thousand and eleven. Um, basically, he's a lawyer and he's volunteering as a wrestling wrestling coach, and you know he's training um, this kid to for wrestling for for his I believe it's high school. Um, and it just, it's kind of, a, I would say it maybe leans a little bit more towards family drama and, you know, more of a comedy than, than a sport movie. There isn't that, you know, um, it's not your natural sports movie, I guess I would say. Um, but this one, uh, I think is a really strong and I, as a movie that I think has slipped over under the radar, um, you know, uh, for many years, it's directed by Tom McCarthy. um, But, yeah, it's 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 a it's a solid flick. And I would highly suggest it, especially because I think a lot not a lot of people have seen it, Um, you know, and he deals with a lot of struggles while also trying to, you know, um, you know, deal with his family and, you know, coach uh, coach this young boy um, who ends up in his lap um, to help them out. So those are my three, three sports movies. This, uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll throw it to you guys on your thoughts, but for me, there was this list. That I think out of all the lists we've done was the most where I was like, dang, I wish I had seen this, you know, I'm thinking of raging bull, um, hoop dreams, which I know was like forever long, um, as a documentary, but there was a definitely a lot of stuff where I was like, shoot, I haven't seen that. Um, so, but yeah, what do you guys think of my, uh, honorable mentions?
2: i'll start off with 42 uh i i you you forgot the the biggest standout in the in the supporting cast was lucas black from uh, oh yeah good old old lucas black um so i I did look up some other of the supporting cast and i saw him i'm like oh and he's in like one of the most like memorable parts of the movie and i i I remember saying man they wasted this part on him so you know i I, nothing against them um i just remember seeing him in a theater and going I don't know who that is. I just, I, I know he was in Tokyo Drift. Um, so Listen, yeah. When,
1: when Vin has all the hostages at the Fast and Furious shooting. Yeah. He's definitely, definitely there voluntarily. He's definitely there <laughs> on his own will saying, keep um, me in the family.
2: Yeah. He's got to stay relevant. So yeah. they, he's going to wish they make Fast and Furious movies for the next 20 years. <laughs> um, I do remember uh, when 42 came out, I actually was at uh, Cooperstown for at the baseball hall of fame uh, that weekend or uh, right before Jackie Robinson day or right after. So, and they released it, I think on Jackie Robinson day are very close to it. So I remember yeah, being I up so. there when they were like getting ready to uh, either they were just had finished it or uh, they were doing a special ceremony for him up there. So it was really cool to see that they, uh, they had, you know, a, a special section lined out for, for Jackie Robinson. They had a guy dressed as Jackie Robinson, like walking around, talking to kids. So it was really cool. So anyone listening, if you're a baseball fan, Cooperstown, uh, a great place. It closes at like 6 p.m. Uh, so there's really not much to do after that. Uh, there's some breweries in the area, but that's it. Uh, but yeah, that, that's a good choice. I, I wish I would have thought of that. I did not. Chadwick Boseman's great in that. Uh, the only one other movies that I saw that you, that you selected was Win-Win. Uh, I saw it maybe, what did it come out? 2011. Yeah. Probably I saw it 11 years ago and when it was in theaters. I think it's the only time I did see it. I, I do remember someone enjoying it. So, if, you know, if you got a little more out of it, I'm happy.
0: They, yeah. Hmm. Greg? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to try not to make it one of those episodes, but i actually Uh, haven't seen any of these yes i know i know yeah 42 Uh, is on my list to see uh love love me some chadwick um it is interesting though because at like i remember around the time this came out or like maybe it was like consecutive years or whatever but chadwick was in a biopic like every other year it was like this and get on up get on up where he was James Brown and Thurgood where he was Thurgood Marshall. It was just like, yeah. he was, he was playing historical figures left and right. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it's got a, now we know why. Yeah. Uh, it's got a great cast and uh, definitely sounds interesting. Um, win win and, and Maradona, I likewise have not seen, I had not heard of either of these. But uh, the Maradona one interests me. I might uh, check that out, throw that in the queue on HBO Max. But yeah, hey, it's it, worth it. If they uh, they make you happy, then I'm glad. Thanks, guys. <laughs> no problem. Hands. what about your honorables? What you got, man? All right. So first one I have white man
2: can't jump, which, uh, I think no, like looking back, I was really conflicted of if I was going to put this on my Faye five or not. But, um, I think the other movies that I did select just edged it out <laughs> a little more. Just, I, you know, it, it's Faye five. It's not, it's not top. It's not Harry's top. Harry's top Chris five movies, sports movies <laughs> or whatever. So relax. Wait, what? Uh, I don't know what I just said. All right. <laughs> um, so yeah. So, um, I remember seeing White Man Can't Jump probably when I shouldn't have seen it. It came out in 1992, so I was seven. I remember my older brother putting it on TV or right on on VHS or whatever. So I was maybe about like nine or ten when I saw it. Um, I've I've watched, went back and watched that movie so many times. And I just, it has one of my favorite scenes in a sports movie ever is with Marquez Johnson when he plays Raymond. Um, And they hustle Raymond and he goes to rob a store wearing a mask and it's obviously him um and it makes it even funnier is the fact that he's an actual was an actual nba player um and you know players don't really have the best record for acting um but i thought he was fantastic in this role like i would i would love to see him do some uh some like if they do a sequel to white man can't jump bring him back um so yeah i uh you know rosie perez this is i think the only rosie perez movie i can name to be honest um pineapple express my guy Uh yeah, this is the only Rosie Perez movie I can name off the top of my head. Um (laughs) I I don't think I've ever I think I've only seen like half of Pineapple Express. I think I fell asleep during it. What the hate? Yeah, the hate. I I wasn't a fan. Um, but yeah, uh, and I know this is just gonna show up on someone else's list in a little bit. Uh next I have 1994's Little Giants, which is a uh, a classic for me. Uh it's a little league football uh with Rick Moranis Ed O'Neill. And, you know, it's the Giants and the Cowboys and the Cowboys are the elite team and the little Giants are just a a ragtag group of kids who, you know, they're all full of like little nerds and, and they don't know how to play football. So it's, it's a really cute movie. I, I haven't seen it in a few years. I just remember this was always one of those movies that like if a teacher was sick or if it was raining in school and they would pop this on at lunchtime or recess when we couldn't go outside. Um, or like the end of the school year when it was like, we were all done, we would watch this. Um, maybe that was probably why, because it got me out of school. Um, the other is, uh, other, the other one I have is Moneyball. I was extremely conflicted to put this on my favorite fave five in terms of going to potentially one or two of my favorite. The only reason is I think that the back office, uh, the back office of the whole sabermetrics takes over the actual sport of baseball, so I think they don't really. I mean, they focus on you know the A's and there was a twenty-game winning streak and how they built that team that year. But I think I, I wouldn't necessarily classify this as a sports movie. I think sports kind of takes a back seat from the politics of when uh, when Billy Bean brought sabermetrics into the MLB so that was why I, I i still consider it somewhat of a sports movie but not a full-on one if if i if i really classify this as full-on sports i'd go money ball like all oh, that would be one or two mm. so okay. um yeah
0: what do you uh so my thoughts on your honorables uh white man oh, he's can't... seen
1: yours he's seen yours don't worry about it
0: <laughs> yes uh white men can't jump uh love it love that choice uh i'll discuss a little further later on uh little giants i've only actually seen once and it was probably close to when it uh was released or maybe when it came on home video i remember liking it but i mean not enough to to revisit it but again you know if it if you enjoy it then by all means go i, for I don't think you can find it anywhere i think
2: this was <laughs> one of the movies that like once vhs kind of like fizzled out i think this movie that was it. with it yeah. So yeah, it's
0: somewhere like in, in,
2: in, it's in, in the vault ether. It's floating around <laughs> somewhere. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then Moneyball, I actually didn't see this until like a year or a year and a half ago. I, I was like, you know what? Let me give this a watch. It was on Netflix and uh, which I believe it, it still is. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love this movie. I, I thought it was fantastic. I, I would argue even though, yes, it isn't like a full on. Hey, the, you know, like, I guess a full on movie about sports. I mean, I would say it qualifies enough. So if you wanted to put it in your top five, then by all means. Sure. But excellent. Yeah, choices. Don't be a coward. I'm <laughs> confident with my five. I'm going forward. I'm going to
2: battle with this top five.
1: OK. Yeah, all right. So, wait till we see. Wait till we talk about one of them. Jeez Louise. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, I've actually seen all of yours, Chris. Um, Unlike Greg um, <laughs> here, just to throw hate and shade um yeah white man can't jump it was gonna be on my list but both of you guys decided to uh to throw it on yours so but yeah you can't go wrong with it uh huge in the basketball growing up um and it's a hilarious movie uh rosie Perez is great in it woody harrelson wesley snipes definitely worth checking out um little giants uh this was another one and like the angels in the outfield the sandlots um, I know rookie thinking, of the year, I'm rookie of the year, like movie of just like Hey, let's, green. Let's, let's get sports properties and just like uh, Bud. kids movie about them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Little Giants is definitely a classic. Uh, I think it's uh, of an age. Um, but you know, the underdogs, to, you know, kind of that Mighty Ducks uh, element of just you know the underdogs taking over. Uh, I've innovation.
0: literally never heard of Little Giants referred to as a classic. I've heard of Bad News Bears. you referred really? to as a classic, but nah, never is it though. Giants. Is it though? It's a little. Look, like I'm not arguing for that's it. I'm just saying dated. you're. I'm just saying you're the only person that's ever referred to it as a classic. I feel maybe like little got, generation. Like, maybe
2: yeah, and that's well. I mean, we're not far apart. And I think we're technically in the same. Generation, you're
0: older, so yeah. Let's. <laughs> you're gonna have to throw me I, in I that think, bucket too, then.
2: I think there are like <laughs> yep. a few of those movies that, like Harry mentioned, that like you can like. I go back and I've watched Rookie of the Year in the past like three years. I'm like, that movie is like, if I watch Little Giants probably now, I'll probably be like, what was I think? Why did I put it on this list? Like, I watched Rookie of the Year and I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, like this movie, this movie, other than like two or three moments is just is not good.
1: Oh, it's great. Wasn't wasn't there
0: one more movie where there was like a kid? It was similar to Rookie of the Year where a kid became like an MLB player. I can't remember. Oh, you I, think
2: I, it's not? No, not Angels. Nia. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll figure it out. I know exactly. I know there was one movie that came out at a time where there was a monkey as a third baseman, I think, God. as a as a baseball player. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I got to figure that. I got to find Little, it little find Bigly,
1: Greg? Was it Little
2: Bigly? Yes, yes Little Bigly. Yep. That's the one. Uh, we'll what see. was the movie with the monkey? Oh, man. That's going to. It's like a chimpanzee. <laughs> checks in the like third. Base. third. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, uh, I'll find it. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Any other thoughts on those, Hair? Uh, rookie of the year, Daniel Stern, just as the pitching coach, Brickma, just absolute mm. classic. Mm. Uh, I don't think you can argue that. Um talking my love language. <laughs> but yeah, Moneyball, Moneyball, love Moneyball. <laughs> Didn't see it till recently. I the wife, uh, her first love was baseball. So when I mentioned that I hadn't seen it, she yelled at me and said, We're gonna watch it. And I said, sure. Mm. Um, I believe it was nominated for six Oscars as well, and it didn't come through and win too many um, that I remember. And I think it was, I don't want to say shafted from a couple categories, but definitely, I think, overlooked. And I think uh, Moneyball is still talked about as one of the uh, one of the great movies uh, of that year. Um, And, yeah, I think it's I think it should be in your top five, Chris. Um, But you decided to put other movies out of it, which, uh, you know. Don't be a coward. Just stick to your guns. You know, um, if if it if it's partially a sports movie, call it what it is. That's what I do with my list. I all right. come on here and Greg calls me out, and I say, "Shut up, Greg. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's it's a right pick."
2: Two two things. All right, the movie's called Ed two that things. came out in nineteen ninety six with Matt okay. LeBlanc. Oh God, um, that was off his friends his friends high. It's about a chimpanzee Probably, that yeah. plays third base, and it has a two point seven out of ten on IMDb. Oh.
0: seems legit. <laughs> um, oh.
2: Number two, Harry. I'm really curious when you said there's one or two movies that on my list that you would replace Moneyball with, and I'm really curious as to which ones they are. So I'm kind of thinking about that. Until, yeah, until we'll see. Go. We'll see. We'll I might knock out the one I think it is right away, and I will see.
0: Greg. All right. Moving on. uh We'll get to my honorable mentions here. My first one is uh 1992's The Mighty Ducks starring Emilio Estevez and Lane Smith, Quack. Lane Smith, Quack, who, Quack. Yes. Quack. Lane Smith, who, by the way, is my favorite iteration of uh, Clark Kent and Lois Lane's um, boss, Perry White. He played in uh, hmm. Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman. I thought he was perfect, but uh, yeah, Mighty Ducks is um, it's, I mean, it's just a classic, you know, it's uh, a family friendly movie, but um really uh you know kind of gets you rooting for the underdogs and uh you know it's you're not going to think any you're not going to find anything uh earth shattering or groundbreaking with this but it's just a fun enjoyable all ages movie to watch and uh you know um does it do wonders for the sport of hockey maybe not (laughs) but uh it it does enough I think uh to, to earn a spot on my list uh sticking with 1992 another you know it's a great year for sports movies on my list uh similar to hands like have white men can't jump uh starring Wesley Snipes Woody Harrelson Rosie Perez as we mentioned uh just absolutely love Sidney Dean and Billy Hoyle thought they were fantastic characters uh con men jive talking uh but they can back up it back everything up with the skills Rosie Perez was fantastic as uh uh Billy's uh off again and on again girlfriend i mean well not really off again till the end but uh but yeah just a great movie and uh i'm excited i i think there's it's in the works to be rebooted and i'm kind of excited to see what they do with it uh i don't know mm. if it'll be able to hold up but you know i could see that that it's time for a fresh take on it so it, color me intrigued and uh, last but not least is 2002's Bend It Like Beckham, uh, starring Parminder nice. Nagra and Kieran Knightley. Yeah, I just uh, this was one of those movies that I just kind of decided to watch on a whim and I absolutely fell in love with it. Uh, really makes you want to play soccer. Uh, the characters are all very they they feel fresh and realistic. You know, it's, they're not uh, caricatures. Uh Parminder Nagra, uh, her character, Jessminder, uh, very endearing. And uh, uh, as an actress, uh, I really like uh, Parminder. Um, I l- enjoyed her time on ER, and I kind of wish that she was in more big screen stuff uh, in major roles anyway, but we didn't really get to see that. But, uh, but yeah, Bend It Like Beckham, uh, really, really enjoy it. And if you're a, a fan of football or soccer, as we call it here in the States, highly recommend checking it out uh your guys thoughts on my honorable mentions go ahead
1: so i've actually never seen any of the no i'm kidding shut up Um, i was gonna say i (laughs) know so the only one the only one that i can't really touch base on is uh bend it like beckham that's uh i've seen i've seen some of it Mm. um it's a it's a wife favorite um but uh i haven't seen uh the movie from start to finish so that that is definitely on my list yeah is that okay is that all right it's a soccer movie. You love soccer. Okay. Well, like it's not my whole life, my guy, but I, but I appreciate you. Um insane. I know, I know. Uh, Mighty Ducks, definitely a classic uh, in the classic vein of Little Giants. Um, <laughs> I wanted, I, I thought Adam Banks was like the <laughs> coolest kid in the entire world. Um, loved uh, Adam Banks.
0: Charlie Conway was cool, but big Adam Banks uh, guy over here. I, I just want to uh, throw in too, because I forgot to mention. Cake eater is probably the stupidest insult I've ever heard anybody called. (laughs) Like, what does that even mean? Who doesn't like cake? Everybody
1: likes cake. (laughs) I'm sure there's something on maybe like Urban Dictionary or something that would maybe pop out and tell us. The 1992 Urban Dictionary. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, I'm on it. So, yeah, huge, huge Mighty Ducks head. I haven't haven't, uh, taken the time to check out the new uh, Mighty Ducks Game Changers, I think Mm. it's called. Um, which, which there's an interesting spin, which I always love, um, where it's like, Hey, we're taking the property and actually changing it a little bit. Um, I think Emilio Estevez is like now the, the new, um, King and, you know, uh, terrorizing young, just terrorizing the game. Cause he's, his team's so good. The, the um, wife
0: and I caught the first two episodes and we enjoyed it, but I think there was like a whole bunch of content elsewhere that came out at the same time. Mm, so we just didn't yeah. go back and finish, but it was enjoyable from what we saw.
1: Nice. Um, and then, uh, you know, wait, man, can't jump. Talked a little bit about already. So it's definitely solid choice. I'm sure Hanratty will agree with that. So Hans, mm-hmm. your thoughts.
2: Mighty Ducks. I didn't realize how much this, like I, I'm going to throw the word catapult it uh, around. Uh, mm-hmm. like, like really shot up some of the careers of some of the people in um, in here. I mean, Emilio was, all you know, was, was around already for this. But then you have people like, uh, oh my god uh Fulton Reed who ended up going on to like things like Daredevil yeah um and having like successful career Marguerite Moreau who I I honestly forgot she was even in this but you know she went in to do a lot of tv stuff but also was in Wet Hot American Summer um I was gonna say Julie the Cat who I think might have been one of my first crushes when I was like seven or eight but um I don't think she was in this one I think she moved it came in in the second one Mm -hmm. um I, I, it's a good movie. I'm not a huge fan of, of Mighty Ducks series. All I remember is my mom bought Mighty Ducks 3 on VHS. And this was like during a time like I didn't have like a lot of VHSs. So I must have watched this movie like over and over and over and over. It was like one of the few that I like had and didn't like destroy. So um, I, I probably watched the third one maybe 50 times. Um, nice. So there's that. Uh, so I, always, I I forget what happened. World's biggest D3
0: one. fan. <laughs> I know, right? Um Gonna I get to the can jersey? Recite-
2: I can recite D three by by heart. Uh, I don't even know what happens in one or two. Um, yeah, white man can't jump. Uh, uh, you know, we spoke we spoke about it earlier. Uh, I do love that movie, and I've actually never seen *Bend It Like Beckham*. Um, so I remember when it came out in theaters, uh, it was huge. I think I was working at the theater at the time, and I just remember like everyone raving about it, and I just decided not to see it. So yeah, I heard it's great. I really, I've heard. At, Excellent things about it that I think is one of those movies I wanted to go back and revisit, but I just kind of forget about it. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had a list of 100 movies I wanted to watch, that like squeezes into like 99, and then 10 minutes later, it just jumps right back out and I forget all about it. So, um,
0: yeah. quick note for the oh. Mighty Ducks uh, in the oh, he's in that uh award for this movie is uh Juicy Smollett. I didn't realize that. But, oh, yeah. Uh, jesse yeah jesse yeah. yeah, um oh who
2: else is oh what's his name um keenan and kel um no, oh, well, no he in comes in a in one. the
0: second one yeah, yeah Keenan yeah, does sorry everyone oh, comes yeah, in Kenan in second thompson one. yeah Stephen and thompson. by the way if you guys uh, are interested in bend it like beckham it is streaming on uh oh shoot hbo max i believe so oh, nice. nice okay yeah thanks harry uh okay no let's move on to the lists proper uh what do you got
1: here for your first pick? So, yeah, so mine don't really have an order. I know sometimes we try to put these in order. And when I was doing my list, I, I had a really long uh, short list um, and some things just just didn't make the cut. Um, but the first movie I'm going to start with is uh, The Color of Money. Um, now, Color of Money is directed by uh, Martin Scorsese. Uh, it came out in 1986, stars Paul Newman and Tom Cruise. It's it's a it's a soft sequel, I want to say, to The Hustler, um, which also st- starred uh, Paul Newman um, and uh, his, his character, uh, Fast Eddie Felsen. Um, he, so basically, Paul Newman teaches a young and cocky but immensely talented protege the ropes of pool hustling, which in turn inspires him to make an unlikely comeback. Um like I would say, I would say the 80 to 90% of this movie actually doesn't take place at like any type of sporting event until they actually get to the, the pool tournament, um, which they're like uh, hustling money for and going all around um, getting money for it. Um, this movie had one of the coolest scenes. And I know I've mentioned it before um, when we did our top five actors and we tried to build our, uh, you know, a Hall of Fame, for lack of a better word with that, our, our definitive top five. Uh, with Werewolves of London playing while Tom Cruise is shooting pool and just talking and hustling and basically just being super cocky. Absolutely love it. Um, and yeah, this movie to me, um, I, I, it's funny. I've actually never seen The Hustler. Um, I, 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 ended up catching, you know, color of money based off of, you know, just either recommendations or things of that. It did win an Oscar, um, as well, which, you know, I always love to say that for best actor in a leading role with Paul Newman. Um, so, but yeah, I, have you guys ever seen the color of money? What are your thoughts on, on color of money? Uh, Papa, what about you?
0: Yeah. So, um, real quick, I, I have seen the hustler. Uh, I thought it was okay. Nice. Um, but it, it was, you know, it, I don't know. It was just it was a movie for me. It was enjoyable, but Sometimes it was like, a little dated. And they yeah. Yeah. Don't. But the Color of Money, I absolutely loved. And, and this is on uh, a short list of things to rewatch because I believe this is streaming as well um, on HBO Max. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I, I absolutely loved it. Um, you know, Tom Cruise is the uh, cocky young upstart, uh, you know, and uh, Paul Newman trying to show them the ropes as it were um really good movie i don't think i realized at the time that this was uh directed by martin scorsese but that makes a lot of sense now that i'm thinking about it um so yeah i mean i i don't have too much else to add other than definitely uh check this out it's well worth the time and i I think it's a a really good outside the box inclusion uh for a fave five sports movie it's what i'm here for baby outside the box let's go
2: so wait, we could put movies on here that that have really don't have much to do with sports, and until like <laughs> listen, very little bit of it.
1: Listen, if you Google who and go to if you go to IMDb and look up sports movies or look up the sports category, this is a drama sport movie.
2: Well, I'm just jumping into mind number five, Moneyball. Then <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: uh,
0: hands any thoughts on Color of Money?
2: I I saw it once in college because i took a film class and this was one of the movies that we did watch nice uh because they were big on scorsese and you know we watched a lot of quentin tarantino and martin scorsese and i fell asleep halfway through so i don't think i saw the, the pool scene towards the end so to me this it's actually in the dr- beginning or middle all that's, right it's well, really good all right i missed it but it's fine uh, i've always heard good things I, scorsese I'm not big on Scorsese like a lot of people are, Um, so like if people say to me like, "Oh, it's a Scorsese film," that's not necessarily. That's probably going to make maybe something to me for to put on the back burner and be like, "Okay," Um, but nothing against him. I mean, he has a a big following, and he he, some of his movies are good, Um, but I I don't dedicated Marvel fan
1: over here. Yeah, can't can't wait
2: till he directs
0: an MCU movie.
2: (laughs) 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 I that would be the biggest heel turn. If he goes and like signs on to do, dear uh, God, is that Martin <laughs> he, Scorsese's music? In, instead of getting like the Russo brothers or someone to do Secret Wars, I hope they get Martin Scorsese <laughs> to direct it. Um, yeah, yes, I, yes. I, you know, I nothing again, like I said, nothing against them, but uh, I, I do remember you know Tom Cruise being in it and Paul Newman, that's all I can tell you about it. And it was about pool, so. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well I think said. it showed up. Glowing, I a think, glowing review. A glowing I review think it showed up
2: on the box office game on that we play every day and share yeah, our results. It did, yes. Very recently. So
0: there's that's what I can say about this.
2: <laughs> Love it.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, good pick, Harry. Um, Hands, what do you have uh, for your first? All right.
2: So this movie came out in 1986. I bet hey. you neither of you two saw this movie. Maybe Greg might have seen it. Uh, Harry, you did not because I'm old already. <laughs> yeah, because you're in my generation, apparently. Um, it is a movie about BMX racing called Rad. Um, this movie is 80s cheese and 80s
0: like sports all over them. I mean, Greg, have you seen this? So I've actually never heard of this, <laughs> really. Okay, yes, <laughs> no, but, it, but it's interesting to know that there was a BMX movie in the 80s. I didn't, I thought that didn't catch so, on until like the
2: 90s. This was like one. Uh, what was the name of that movie with like uh, Seth Green and I think like Tony Hawk? My it was like big like skateboarding movie. I I'll, I'll try and thrash maybe or something thrash, but it was like sure thrashing. Yeah, so it was like basically like extreme sports. So um, this movie came out in '86. So like right before like extreme sports kind of took off. And it is, it is all like the music is cheese. The music's like right out of like Rocky four, like that. Like it's uh, like burning hard and hearts on fire. Like that. If you like that soundtrack, you're going to like the soundtrack, the rat. It so Is,
0: is this great. a documentary or is it a, no, like a fictional it's a movie?
2: So it's a movie about this guy crew who's in high school, who looks like he's 40 and he, um he wants crew to be basically crew Jones. He wants to be, have you seen this? No, I have IMDb I looked it up. Like, okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> you really almost like blew my mind. Um, I know. It was so hoping. It, so it's, it's basically like this high schooler who wants to compete in, in BMX racing. And there's this big race at the end. It's called Hell Track that is like full of all these obstacles. And it's all the best racers in the country. And he wants to compete in it because he loves BMX racing and, and biking. And of course, it, this this big national tournament comes up to his small rinky-dink town, and he becomes like a nobody coming up the ranks to race in this race. And yeah, it, it's so it's so stereotypical with like the bad guy is like blonde hair, and he's just real like real. I don't want to say the word in here, but he's just like well, real. He just thinks he's the best Johnny, at everything. The Johnny, and, the
1: Johnny Lawrence. He's Johnny Lawrence. Just, of yeah. Yes, gotcha. exactly
2: um it has a, a really wild bmx race at the end this hell track is something that i'm 37 now i saw this movie probably when i was five or six so i've been wanting the race on hell track for almost 30 years it is so cool uh, i honestly i want to give movie, that dream up this movie is so great <laughs> this is like talia shire signed on the dude this probably after rocky five or right before rocky five i don't know she's in it Lori Lachlan's in it who she's helping her who becomes the love interest who's Helping her teenage um, boyfriend get into college, probably illegally, you know, like she does in real life, <laughs> yes. and uh, so she's been doing that for years. Probably it is a grew. It is such. A, it is really. It, it's not. It's such a cheese movie for the eighties. I and and you know, like Mighty Duck Story. I probably uh, Catherine got this for me uh, for my birthday, maybe five years ago, on like a burnt like DVD on eBay. And I like, I've watched it so much. I honestly, it, it's, it's such a great corny movie. Um, Greg, if, and I'm, I'm being honest, if you want to borrow it and watch it, it's, it's like, it's like probably like 75, 80 minutes. It's not a long movie. It's, it's, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So uh, uh, I yeah. may just
0: have to do that. <laughs> I, I
2: think and our buddy, Tim, I think he knows. I, I I think he, we've talked about this before and he, I think he's seen it. Not a was lot of probably people. probably there this opening night. <laughs> he it wasn't like one of those like big like it didn't break any records, but it, it has a huge, huge cult following. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, for the audience out there, I mean, there's uh there's certain things that movie theaters do where they they call these phantom event things where they have special anniversary shows or you know, these these cult following movies where they have special one nights and uh they did a 35th anniversary for this movie. Um did so it really? just gives the show. Yeah, it just gives <laughs> the show the uh the, Only the, the, the most culturally desire.
0: significant movies. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, this one, Chris, I think you probably could have replaced with Moneyball. Um, I haven't nope. seen it, but I mean, it's got all the eighties tropes of, you know, the, the kid who just isn't cool enough and wants to be cool enough to BMX. He's, he's got the, the cute girl. Um, There's the really blonde haired Johnny Lawrence character. He's got to overcome at hell track. Uh, but thank, probably if, crew, I would probably say Crew Jones pulls it out in the end. So uh, we're not, you know, doing any spoilers. But I'd probably say there's a good chance. But uh, yeah, this, this will be on my list one year for you for your hands. i you know, we'll maybe do a, a
2: a swap. Crew Jones is one of the coolest uh, uh, hero sports heroes in movie history. Oh, Jesus, you can and you I'm... can go on um, cameo and and do a uh, Bill Allen who plays Crew Jones also does cameo so if you want them to say something oh, to you or you or know friend, what
1: I'm getting you for your next birthday
2: yeah just um,
1: <laughs> can't wait to probably, see you on see you on hell track brother
0: probably like it's probably like 50 bucks
2: <laughs> like it's probably not a lot
0: I don't, I'm, I'm probably playing this up too much in my head but like hell track makes me think that this is like the rainbow road equivalent of uh of BMX tracks <laughs> Yeah, it's Honestly. wild.
2: It, it really does. There is some goofy stuff on there that, like, shouldn't be, like, considered in a BMX race. Like, there's two big races in this movie, and it's, like, one, like, a qualifying race and Helltrack. Helltrack just doesn't make any, like, logical sense of why they would make the uh, the the course look like it does, but it's, it's really cool. They rebuild it, I think. May, it might have been the same time as the 35th anniversary, but some town built... Like they were touring it where you can, where they were letting people ride on it, uh, which it's probably a death trap for someone who's never ridden on a bike or something like me. I, I like, I, I did race, like I, I did BMX, like competitive stuff. Like when I was like, like 12 to 15. And then I, uh, like, I would never ride this, this track is a track
0: coming soon to action park. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Action park probably sponsored this <laughs> thing. <laughs> All right. All right, we can uh, we can jump off the rad train.
0: Yes, uh, interesting choice, in that was rad again. Another outside the box choice that I uh, I enjoy seeing. Okay, so uh, my pick uh, for or my first pick for uh, my fave five is 2001's Shaolin Soccer, uh, directed by and starring Stephen Chow, as well as starring uh, Wei Zhao and Yat Fei Wong. Uh, man. Uh, <laughs> I love this movie so much, and this might be a little bit of a stretch for uh, for a sports movie, but that's okay. We're going to stretch Armstrong it. Uh, Shaolin Soccer is about a young Shaolin follower who reunites with his discouraged brothers to form a soccer team using their martial arts skill to their advantage. Um, if anybody has seen a Stephen Chow movie, part- well, I mean, his two big ones were really this and uh, Kung Fu Hustle, but... Um, If you have seen Kung Fu Hustle, then you're familiar with the humor and uh, fantasy elements of uh, Shell and soccer. Um, So you just take that and apply it to the football pitch, and uh, you have some magic. Uh, This thing is filled with humor and heart. Um, There is soccer, uh, mostly in the second half, uh, maybe even more (laughs) the latter of the second half of the movie. But it's, it's just, it's very, very heartwarming uh, and without being corny and um, the, it teaches a great message of just, you know, self-confidence and, and believing in yourself because all of his brothers, when, uh, when he goes to recruit them are kind of down on their luck and, and lacking in self-confidence and they've, they've forgotten who they were. And so he kind of, teaches them to reapply themselves and, and use their martial skills uh, in the game of soccer. And uh, that kind of brings them back uh, to who they're meant to be. And as well as uh, a young lady that he meets at a steamed bun shop, um, the martial arts in it. Uh, I mean, not, it's nothing crazy because it's not particularly a martial arts movie, uh, but there's enough in there to enjoy but uh i i would say the only thing that the only knock against this is the cgi is extremely dated uh and you know this is a early 2000s movie uh so basically anything from that five-year period of like 98 to 2003 uh that cgi is just some of the roughest you'll see and that doesn't stop here but uh the movie itself is just so good it's uh you know, you kind of think about it and and move on. You don't really dwell on it. Um, I absolutely love Shallon soccer. Have you guys had a chance to see it? What do you guys think about it? Have you seen this? uh i have not seen this um as
1: as a soccer guy i guess i should see everything Mm, should
2: Um, apparently that's what that you know you just went all ran about liverpool earlier and and (sighs) well now it's like the two soccer movies that greg mentioned you're like i I out
0: soccered you harry (laughs)
1: listen it goes (laughs) wife family and friends liverpool like that is (laughs) maybe my cats are number somewhere in there but um they're family as we know listen (laughs) If Dom Thereto has taught us anything. <laughs> um, so, yeah, for this movie, I, I've never seen it. Uh, it does sound interesting. It sounds like the Mario, uh, Super Mario Strikers of, of soccer games of just like, hey, here's soccer, but it's not really. It actually has some cool. Um, it definitely seems a little bit more fantasy or, you know, as you were mentioning, Greg. So it doesn't sound unappealing to me. It sounds actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great choice. I love it. When we think outside the box, let's, let's push the limits of what a sports movie is. So, mm-hmm. uh, hands, I'll, I'll turn it over to you for your glowing review of the movie you never seen. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. I haven't seen it. That's my <laughs> review. Um, oh man. no, I, it, it's Steven Chow. So I, I, I really do love Kung Fu Hustle. So I, I didn't know this was one of his, uh, his movies. So I'll have to go back and, uh, and revisit it, but I'm glad you, you enjoyed it. And I'm, you know, I'm surprised it didn't show up on Harry's list because it has soccer in the title, and that's oh that's goodness. his
0: thing. Yes, Harry, the biggest soccer fan on the pod, not yeah. Uh, apparently, I would Greg, say though, Greg le- names two soccer movies, and, and Harry's <laughs> like, oh, right. uh, and I've never seen them. Uh, <laughs> I will say though, legitimately, I do think if you guys watch this, you would you would both really enjoy it. It's not just me singing praises here, but uh, the humor, especially. Uh, I I think that you guys would both get a kick out of uh, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Get it here. Yeah. <laughs> kick some grass. You know what I mean? Kick, that was the yes, like line soccer. The yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Harry, what is your next pick?
1: So my next pick uh, is uh, one I mentioned a little bit earlier. Um, kind of just your classic, you know, drama. Uh, Remember the Titans. Uh, this came out in 2000 uh, starring Denzel Washington. Uh, also has uh Will Patton as a uh, coach. Bill Yost. Um, and these two coaches kind of have to put their team together um, and uh, basically in the high school and the team, uh, the first season as a racially integrated unit. Um, so they put the two teams together from the white high school and, and the black high school. Um, and yeah, I mean, listen, this uh, this movie, I, I don't you know, want to say. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, it's kind of your paint-by-numbers, you know, sports drama, and, you know, it has the moments at the end where you're rooting for everybody and the moments that bring everybody together. Um, it's got a great cast, Donald Faison, uh, Wood Harris, Ryan Gosling, Kate Bosworth in this, um, probably some other names that I'm missing. Maybe you guys uh, have one or two that, that, yeah, that stands out for you. But just a, a classic Denzel performance in this. Um, he plays uh, a very tough uh, coach. a lot of tough love in the movie um and uh it's just it's kind of one of those just i don't want to call like you just got disney written all over it you know from act one to act two to you know and it's just uh it's a great movie i even though it is one of those movies that you know you feel yourself being pulled in and persuaded by like it just gets you um and sometimes you you know it, and you're just like I'm. All, I'm along for the ride. Let's go. And uh, as a, as a true Denzel lover, uh, I will never uh, deny him um, any any claim to fame there. So, um, Hans, what about uh remember the Titans for you? Where what were you doing in 2000? Uh,
2: what was I doing? Uh, probably not uh, watching we, this, but okay, uh, <laughs> but not. <laughs> I'm not going to take away I this is this is actually like a great pick that I you know I wish I ironically forgot that this movie uh you know was was existed because I I've seen this movie a ton I love this movie it's not my favorite sports movie but this is the kind of movie that I'll keep on whenever it's on um Hey, you're right. The cast is is great. I don't even think Ryan Gosling says anything in this movie. I think he's just there in a base. Like, I think he says he's like dancing, this, like he's two lines. He dances. Um, Ethan Suppley, who's in this movie, who um, you know after uh, after Boy Meets World, he went on to do uh, you know some shows mm-hmm. like Wolf of Wall Street, My Name Is Earl, um, which he that dude lost a ton of weight. So every time I I, I forget he even like I, I saw him in Wolf of Wall Street. I'm like, that's not the same guy. Mm-hmm. And it, it is. He's like muscular now. He's like a football player. Like a like a not a big one. A good, big one. good for him. Um, Hayden Panettiere is in this, uh, which she's uh, I, I love her from Heroes, so that's only I'm giving her a shout out. I think she she deserves that in Heroes, and I don't know one other thing she was ever in. Um, so yeah, <laughs> uh, no, this is this is I remember this is probably one of the first like sports movies where I like was watching a movie and I guess I don't know twenty minutes left in the movie, fifteen minutes left, they just take it like a right hook right to your gut and like gut punch you because the end of this movie is like extremely sad and um you know i i think that they uh yeah this that's one of a trope of sports movies where if there's a tragedy like they'll make sure like they they will they'll they'll gut punch you really hard and um but i i you know i i do remember watching this movie for the first time maybe in like the i didn't see it in theaters but I'm um, um this was before I kind of jumped on the Denzel train and I was like, yeah, I, this is like great. Like he's a, he's phenomenal in this role. Like I feel like normally he was either like, like training day cop or like some kind of act to me, he was like an action star. Um, So it was kind of different to see him in, in this role. Uh, I thought he nailed it. Uh, I, I think this is, there's a lot of really cool football scenes in this movie, which, you know, I, I think you know, we're going to talk about another football movie a little bit. It's a little better than this, in terms of sports, in terms of football. But uh, yeah, and and, and it, it tackled a lot of historical historical events that happened during the time. And and from what I understand, pretty pretty much everyone in like this wasn't really like one of those based on a true stories where they just like have it in a town and that's all the only true thing. I, I feel like some of these events were were pretty big and, and true. They stuck to some sort of source material. So mm. I don't know. I, I that's what I, I, I think I remember reading on that where it's somewhat historically accurate compared to like, Oh, it took place in this town and that's the only true thing about it. So yeah, Greg.
0: I have not seen this. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. No, I don't, I don't know how this, uh, oh, this escape my purview it was just one of those that slipped through and i just never went back and and re it it's honestly it is it's i hate to say it because i i said it with some of the others but this is another one uh like 42 where i've always wanted to kind of catch it just to round out my uh my movie base but um I just never got around to it but i've never heard a bad word about it everybody has always said you know that it's uh it's a great movie so i yeah great trust your great judgment.
1: soundtrack on it too i mean you know disney probably paying the money for for the rights to some uh some classic songs and uh yeah just very quotable movie i'll, I'll save the quotes for you in the in the movie greg but uh yeah i'm, I'm glad i didn't spoil it. it i was too, like right
2: <laughs> i was right about to say something where i'm just like it's fine yeah but still i, I movie's
1: 22 I years old like what are you spoiling at this Spoiler point alert. <laughs> greg yeah. guess what at the end there's a big game and they might have a chance to win <laughs> oh, that's not what i was talking about i know you but i mean listen all right it's i don't think you're spoiling anything of a 22 year old movie gotcha mean, yeah
0: yeah uh oh, but enough. yeah i mean I, I don't know good choice <laughs> sure <laughs>
1: uh
0: all right hey greg, move I was, on what I, well, I was going to
1: say really quick to to yeah. your benefit, uh, or maybe you know, uh, like there is a lot of movies that I remember seeing on these on like the long list of like 150 best sports movies where you're just like haven't seen it, you know. So, this one out of all the like you know lists we've done,
0: I feel like really stood out to me with that. So, I know I mentioned it earlier, but what was mention it, it again? I, I was just looking up the cast for this, I didn't, I thought Billy Bob was in this. Is that a different movie I'm thinking of? That's Friday Night Lights. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that yeah. one either.
2: That's a, that's a good one. That's yeah. I feel like that might be better than Remember the Titans,
0: mm, but um, I don't
1: think so because I was it, considering both of them and I put Remember the Titans on there.
0: So I mean, because I've TV, seen I've seen the, Varsity Blues. Does that count?
1: <laughs> the, the TV yes. show is yes, better than uh, than the movie, in my it, opinion. Uh, for Friday, Night okay. for Friday Night, Lights, Night I, I mean, I've been listen.
2: wanting. That's like that's a TV show I've been wanting to go back and watch. Like and for like the past like five ten years and i haven't started it
1: so. well plus they had like four hours to put in like uh or they had four seasons to put in like 20 episodes so it's uh it's a little bit more detailed than a two-hour right. two movie so right but all right just my opinion
0: okay yeah.
2: hands what do you got next all right <clears throat> i got 2011's warrior with tom hardy and joel edgerton i saw that face harry I thought you were high on this movie. I thought you liked this movie. I think you're high on this movie. Yeah. No, I know. I thought you enjoyed this movie. Now I'm I'm kind of hurt because I don't know if you were just uh, like agreeing with me and not listening whenever we talked about it, and you were just like yeah 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 like yeah, me off. Just go on about this movie, man. So Warrior is a uh, is a mixed martial arts movie about two brothers that um, one of them. Like basically, it's, it's this big tournament that they win. Like I, I don't know, like it's like five million dollars, and one of them is a teacher who does MMA on the side. Of course, like any teachers nowadays, to make you know make ends meet, they become uh, UFC fighters. And uh, you know his house is going to get foreclosed on. It's Joel Edgerton, and then you have Tom Hardy, who is uh, basically like escapes the war and comes home, like leaves just in the middle of a battle. You don't know why. But then he end, ends up entering in the tournament. They're both brothers. And of course you can kind of spell out where this ends up at the end. You know, they end up, you know, in, in the end fighting each other. Um, this has a, like, I think this might've been nominated for best picture. Uh, I have to confirm that. Doubt that. Nick Nolte was <laughs> Nick Nolte's in this. He was nominated for best supporting actor, which he should have won. He was fantastic in this movie. Um, that that the fights in this movie are, are real like to stop now. I, I feel like you with you looking at I hate that we do this on Zoom. Um <laughs> I could see you watching me. The fights in this movie are are, are really, really good. The chore- the choreograph choreography in this movie for some or for the fights are great. Um people who Joel Edgerton, I don't even know he can fight. He may, actually made it look like he could, whether or not you know, some of the scenes are probably stunt doubles, but I like, think he did pretty well. Tom Hardy is absolutely like this is pre-bane is jacked in this movie um you know some some supporting cast kurt angle who's in this as uh as a russian uh named koba who is a monster which is funny because you know kurt angle was like big red white and blue in wwe um but yeah it's a really good like uh, I, I think the story is just really good behind it the fact that they're two like long lost brothers who haven't seen each other in a while and they reconnect in, in a in a cage fight like what what What's not normal about that, hair? Like, what's not normal about that of two brothers, long lost brothers, fighting each other in a cage fight for five million dollars? It's like as old as time. Hair. I'll turn it over to you. I want to know what, what why you don't like Warrior. I thought you did. Uh, hold on. I want. I want to
1: hear. Greg, have you seen Warrior? Let's let's just get that out of the way.
0: <laughs> so yes, I actually have. Uh, i i enjoyed warrior i i only watched it once uh and that was when it came to home video i mean i thought it was fine uh i would posit that a better mma movie is 2008's red belt with Chaledggia4 i really enjoyed hmm. that movie uh I never heard that but i might be in on it now so, yes it is red a belt. fantastic movie uh one word red belt but uh yeah i mean warrior sure it's it's got some big names and it was it was good i don't know it, it wouldn't make my top five <laughs> <But> one that's <laughs> one and and you know what it, i'm it, not saying uh, it's a bad movie it's just I, I don't think it's like next level
2: well also another thing about warrior it was filmed close to home it's like in the philadelphia area at one time when greg and i went to atlantic city um, I was calling because there's a spot when they first meet on the beach. And I don't know if we were, we had a couple drinks on us or not, but I kept repeating more than a couple. That's, <laughs> that's where Tom Hardy <laughs> and Joel Edgerton meet up in warrior beach. Yeah. Right on the beach. Cause we had a spot overlooking like the beach. And I was like, that's where it happens.
0: You are, you are intrinsically linked with uh, that movie because of <laughs> that. Like, I will never forget that. So yes. Yeah. So yeah,
2: I'm going to have, like I, I something's not right. I know, <laughs> I know that we've talked about this movie where you've enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know if you were talking to other people, um, <laughs> not name me, but I, uh, I thought this movie. I'm with Greg. This movie is fine. Uh, I think it's overrated. I don't think it's next level. I think it's pretty basic. Uh, I don't think anybody really stands out in the movie. You can maybe make a case for Edgerton um in nick Nolte, i don't really care he just Tom is Hardy. Like, nick nulty's like half drunk <laughs> half the time and he's just like falling over himself and he's like can barely talk him and hardy combined you barely understand half the words they're saying in the movie theater uh it's two and a half hours long as well uh quite long for a sports movie in my opinion get in that two hour mark uh this movie i was super pumped for super excited i remember being super excited with your hands Uh, kudos to Joel and Tom Hardy, who I think, you know, really went for it and had a bunch of injuries, even halting filming at one point for it. But, uh, yeah, just didn't really care, uh, about this. Maybe (laughs) I need to revisit it. Um, but I think I agree with Greg. It wouldn't make my top five. Uh, I don't even think it would make top five if we were doing top five sports movies of all time. Um, but yeah, maybe a revisit is is needed for this, but yeah, definitely don't, don't care for it.
2: I left off Frank Grillo who was like fantastic in this, in this. I'm sure he's fine. All right. Okay. Well, sure. All right. Well, I guess Greg <laughs> go on with yours.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, so moving on, I am going to go with 1993's Rudy uh, directed by oh. David and spa uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, starring Sean Astin, John Favreau, Ned Beatty, and uh, Charles S. Dutton. Uh, Rudy has always been told that he was too small to play college football but he is determined to overcome the odds and fulfill his dream of playing for Notre Dame. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, as far as um, football movies go, I think this is top of the line. And I know that's, it's a strange pick for that because it's not as smash mouth. And again, you know, it's more of like an underdog story, but Rudy is just a very relatable character. He comes from a blue collar, uh, family and neighborhood, and, uh, you know, he, he, he wants to kind of overachieve, but he struggles in, in achieving his dreams, both uh, academically and, uh, you know, on the field, uh, and, you know, he, he has to overcome those obstacles, and, uh, you know, spoiler alert, he does, uh, he doesn't become, you know, a, a major star in the NFL or anything like that, but he, he achieves his dream, So I don't know. Talk about a character that has just a ton of heart. Um, That is the very definition there. And, and yeah, you know, this movie can be a little uh, sappy and and feel good at times, but um, I just, I love it. Uh, Sean Astin puts in a killer performance here. Uh, And I had actually not seen the Goonies until much later in life. So for me, I knew Sean Astin from Rudy before anything else, like up until Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Rudy is my pick. Uh, have you guys seen it? What do you think about it?
2: I, did you mention that Vince Vaughn was in this movie? No, I did he, not. Cause so Vince Vaughn uh, is in this. This is one of early Vince Vaughn. And, and I, I was also looking at the cast
0: swingers, pre swingers.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm just going to go out and say it. I don't like this movie, um, for a couple different reasons. Um, number one, being a small individual that I am, a lot of kids, wanted to the nicknames in school mm-hmm. was Rudy. And because when I wanted to try out for sports, whether it was soccer or baseball or whatever, people call me Rudy. BMX. Um, BMX and yeah, they're like, yeah, like, here I'm Rudy. Hell track. <laughs> and I tried, out for, I tried out for football in high school, my freshman year, and they called me Rudy. And that name's always kind of stuck with me. Oh. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's just why I don't like the movie. Uh, it's 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 honestly like if I had to rank this movie, it'd probably be like a six out of ten. Um, one big thing is continuity. Uh, Rudy lined up off sides on that last play, <laughs> and that bothered me uh, till this day. After I saw it later in life, uh, he lined up and he should have been called a penalty on that. And you know, and Notre Dame was already up by a lot, so it didn't really matter but uh, haters say that <laughs> I'm just going to say Rudy lined up all sides and I'm not, how dare that he get that. his moment. Yeah. Throw the flag ref. Yeah. Yep. Take, take that away. I think take taking from that away, the performances in this are good. Um, Sean Aston is great. Like I, I have seen the Goonies. So I, but I don't think I was still at that young age when I saw this, where like, I didn't realize like actors were in different movies. So I couldn't tell Sean Aston apart from Rudy and the Goonies because there's like, I don't know five years difference, and I feel like it, it was really like twenty years difference because they like like look different in age. Yeah. Um. But then like other people like John Favreau, like I said, like Vince Vaughn, a couple other like I, I don't really remember them being in it. But when I watched it maybe six seven years ago, um, I I thought it was okay. I, I like I said six out of ten I'd give it. Um, I, I think I think I probably liked it a little more when I originally saw it like back in like the late nineties. Um, but I think rewatching it as an adult, I, I kind of was like, it's, it's, there's a lot of really, um, a really a lot of really good messages in it. A lot of good, like speeches, like Charles S. Dutton gives a couple of phenomenal speeches and I think he, he did a really good job. Um, I didn't know I, I until you, I didn't even realize Ned Beatty was in it until you said it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it's fine. And, and to quote. To quote another person on this podcast, it's fine.
0: <laughs> How are Harry? your thoughts on Rudy Rudiger? Were <laughs> you quoting me,
1: Hans? Where there's only there's only two. Us, oh, absolutely. So, um, I got it. Comms, good comms. Um, yeah, Rudy just feels outdated to me. Um, I, I get the whole underdog, underdog story, and maybe I'm being a little harsh. I think it's a fine movie, um, as as has alluded to. Um <laughs> I had actually, you know, we talked a little bit about the Goonies, so new Sean Astin from that. Um, I saw this, I, I don't want to say when I was young. I didn't see it when I was like 10, uh, which would have been in 98. So I saw it probably when I was a little bit older, maybe more in my teens. And maybe that's why I was like, I get it, Rudy. You Like, cool. Um, with that said, I, I do think there, you know, it is it is one of the, you know, similar to the, remember the Titans. It is one of those kind of, you know, when you're supposed to feel the moments when the music cues kick in, like it is more one of those well-done ones that you can get sucked in. It's just, I, uh, some of those get me and some of those just, I'm like, okay, I get it. And, uh, maybe it was it in the right mindset from Rudy. Maybe one day when I get older and I have a kid and I'm watching Rudy and it comes on and I just start crying. Um, you know, I'll have that emotion, but right now, uh not a huge Rudy guy can't can't say that I am okay I would
2: be so I would be like I don't know you know I I think that um Sean Astin like it's so weird to think that he was in other movies other than like the Goonies and and Lord of the Rings like I could probably name a like a, a long list of Sean Astin movies but um but it's just like I feel it's just so funny thinking about like whenever you say like Rudy and um i don't know, like fifty first dates it's like stuff like that where it's just like he he did other stuff but i always will always always remember him from lord of the rings or the goonies so Do you know well, what's great about yeah yeah
0: uh, i was just gonna say yeah lord of the rings surpasses everything ever since that role like he he will forever be sam as like the primary thing to remember him by for me He's also yeah. a
2: very underrated. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the name. Was it Toy Soldiers? Is that the movie I'm thinking of? Probably. Where I think Gary Oldman's in it, where like they take over a school. The, the like, action figure like, movie? So, yeah, Toy Soldiers. Yeah. I think there was two Toy Soldiers. Mm, did anyone I don't really see the second one? I mean. I'm on it. All right. We'll, okay. Let's <laughs> go to the next movie until I figure it out. Jeez. Sorry. Just, yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, Harry. <laughs> what do you got next?
1: Yeah, uh, so my next pick, uh, similar to Greg's uh, Shaolin Soccer, um, a pseudo-sports movie, uh, is The Sandlot, 1993. Um, you know, The Sandlot's one of those just interesting movies that I, I think we, we've we already titled classics. You know, the director isn't really, you know, well-known for anything else after. The cast didn't really do anything too crazy. I mean, besides Art LaFleur is one of those guys, you know, who plays the babe in a vision um, you know, Benny, Benny, the Jet Rodriguez, one of the one of the coolest characters on in a movie screen ever, in my opinion. Um, but basically, this movie is it's about kids in the summer of 1962. A new kid comes to town and is taken under the wing of a young baseball prodigy uh, and his rowdy uh, team resulting in many adventures. Um, you know, classic lines, you know, the baby Ruth, Babe Ruth, s'mores um you know when they uh when they i think it's like uh i don't want to is it like chewing tobacco and they they go on the yeah the 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 carnival that's in town
0: um and the oh you're missing you're missing the biggest line of all though you're killing me smalls you're killing me smalls yes thank (laughs) you greg yes that's another great one
1: (laughs) um and just a lot of uh just just reminds you of being a kid i mean i think we're probably one of the last generations that like grew up before cell phones. So like, you know, that experience of just hanging out with the kids in your neighborhood or, or moving to a new neighborhood and trying to make friends um, very relatable for that, for both uh, of those aspects for me, um, just a hilarious, good time. Um, yeah. I just love this movie. Uh, you know, is it a sports movie? I'd say it involves sports. Uh, so I would say yes uh but greg what are your what are your thoughts on the uh on the sandlot
0: yeah so this was very very close to making my list and honestly uh it it was down to either this or mighty ducks and i think mighty ducks just edged it out because it's been a while while since yes it's been a while since i revisited the sandlot but yeah i mean man i absolutely love it i love you know seeing the the uh a movie taking place in uh you know the past that that early 60s era yeah which is kind of like uh when my dad was growing up as well so um it's i don't know it's just it's yeah it's it's a fun summer movie there's sports in it obviously you know it's it's framed around baseball but um but they play a baseball
1: team in a game at one point so uh, (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah yeah but just really you know being on adventures with these kids and, and living in that neighborhood and hanging around this gang. Like it's just uh, that, that for me is the appeal of it. And yeah, I, I absolutely yeah. love this movie. Also shout out Michael squints, Pally Doris, uh kissing Wendy. <laughs> shot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so childhood uh, crush Wendy, <laughs> I think for everybody. But uh, the other thing I was going to mention that I forgot to mention as well, James Earl Jones, just playing uh, the yeah. neighbor that they yeah. think is absolutely terrifying. And actually, turns out to be like in love with baseball and a really cool guy. Um, just you know, there, there's definitely relatable moments of that uh, for it. But hands, I'll let you uh, let you trash either the Sandlot. Maybe who knows? We'll see what your review says here.
2: I'm, I'm just gonna get. Uh, first of all, I, I looked up. It is called Toy Soldiers with Sean Astin. <laughs> Gary Oldman is not in it. I That's made Tinker that Taylor, Taylor
0: Soldier Spy. Yes, <laughs> yeah. but it's a basically it's totally like, different t- movie. <laughs> it's a like
2: terrorist terrorists take over a boarding school and Sean Astin has to fight back with Will Wheaton. So that's what uh, uh,
0: that's not the one with the action figures figures that come to life. Do you know what I'm no. talking about?
2: Yeah. That's the same okay. name. But okay. It's not the same
0: movie. Okay.
2: Yeah. Sorry. We, we derail a little bit. <laughs> wow. um, what squinted is borderline <laughs> controversial. Um, yeah, well, yes. going to Throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. Hindsight for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm just going to go out and say it. I'm not a huge fan of the Sandlot. Um, it's just stand by me with baseball. Um, that's so, a good thing. Okay. Stand, by me. stand yeah. by me is absolutely terrible. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I, I just think it's just like, I know. I, first of all, I love stand by me. If we go no, when we do our, not, not, not if episode, they're playing
0: baseball in it, not if they're no, playing baseball. we're, we're, we're going to do episodes. a year end re- award show called the hotties uh, for hottest take. And that's going to go to you for this.
2: <laughs> I don't, I, 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 <laughs> I think looking back, like I haven't seen that movie in maybe over 10 years and I, I just I I remember watching it maybe when I was like twenty five and I'm like this uh, like it's uh, all right I guess like I think it's a, like I I like cringe a lot like when I was watching it I just like felt like I'm like oh like this is so like I don't think I didn't laugh I didn't think it was any of it it was like super like great like it's on TV all the time like it's okay but I don't I don't think I think from the point I watched it when I was like what like seven to the point when I turned twenty five I was like I don't I think this movie's just I think it's overrated. Um, so I'm just going to, I mean, I'm no matter what I say, you guys are going to keep staring at me and there's going to be dead silence for at
0: least two, three seconds. Um, well, okay. So here's the thing. I, I can kind of see where you're coming from because I have movies that are like that. Like I can, off the top of my head, I feel that way about like Goonies and uh, A Christmas Story, which I, I'm sure I'll get hate for but I know oh, no, where I, you're coming I, I hate from. a
2: Christmas story. I, I despise a Christmas story.
0: So, so like um, I get, geez. I get that you can have this point of view. It just, it, my brain isn't functioning because Sam but, and, is such a great movie.
2: As <laughs> someone who like, I enjoy, I enjoy baseball a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I love the sport. I just don't, I, I just, for some reason, like I watch, and I'm just like, I don't think this is like, I don't think it holds up well, in my opinion. Now, a lot of other people like, you know, I, it, Basically, when I tell someone that, they're like, "You're killing me, Smalls." Like, ah, oh, you used the line from the movie to, to you know, to try and make a point. Like, no, like that. You're you're proving my point at the fact that you're just saying this, and it's just like I see that quote on shirts and all over the place and down the shore. And I, it's just like, I, I really, yeah, they sell their shirts on the beach. Like, ah, I get it. The movie's like 40 years old. You're still putting stuff on the because
0: It's a popular movie. It's well, it popular.
2: <laughs> popular doesn't mean that, that it should be everywhere. Like I, 30 years later. You're right. Like, I, Only for yeah. classics. Well, why isn't <laughs> rad? Why aren't they selling rad shirts on the boardwalk?
0: Oh, there it is. Now, that's, that's a no bigger rad question merch. than uh, <laughs> that's above my pay grade. They can't answer that. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, I I just I think it's fine. Like, I, I, I don't I don't want to say it's an absolutely awful movie. I appreciate those who like it and 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 they get enjoyment out of it. I don't. I don't think I. I think the last time I actually watched it, I didn't even make it to the part where Jones, James Earl Jones, shows up. I kind of turned it off, and I'm like, "Well, all right, seen enough." <laughs> Benny the Jet is going to jump a fence. That's like and get chased by a dog, and end a movie. I just okay. yeah.
1: Well, there's another scene after that, but it's fun.
2: <laughs> okay, that's true. What when he steals home? That's great, great. Yeah. Benny the Jet steals home, <laughs> and his friend turns into a sports announcer who didn't even know baseball. Oh, what a story credits it is tales all the time sure
0: <laughs> I, no, right. I
2: i really i really know if you if you enjoy it then then I, i'm not going to take it away from you at all I, I i know that it has a huge cult following and me saying that i don't like it is not a popular opinion but whatever i i i've said like two movies already and you guys just crapped on me but <laughs> stand by
0: stand by your takes stand by your yes, takes. yes. uh i think it's an excellent choice harry Thank you. Uh all right, Hans, why don't you regale us with your most excellent pick? <laughs> oh two thousands. Keanu Reeves
2: Classic, The Replacements, which is a much better football movie than uh in the year two thousand well, than, than Rudy. And uh, this is the best football movie I think ever. Um Keanu Reeves, Gene Hackman, John Favreau. Uh we're gonna bring it back to John Favreau because you know he was you know also in Rudy. Uh it's Loosely based on a true story of when the NFL was in a lockout and they hired re- replacement players, um, Shane Falco did not exist uh, in real life. That was just you know made up, but you know they, it's a, one of those ragtag movies where they get uh, just a lot of people who either played football at some point or just like were in prison and and they played football in like the penal system. And it's, uh, it's so the
0: people from the longest yard.
2: It's basically, yeah, it's like half the cast of the longest yard Keanu Reeves, Gene Hackman. Um, yeah, Gene Hackman's the coach. Uh, and it's kind of like all you know, like I said, all the, the players they strike, so they have to hire all these people. And it, it actually is a very entertaining movie. It has a it actually has a really good soundtrack for like, like late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, this is probably outside of like Point Break and Bill and Ted. Uh, Keanu Reeves best role for me. I I think he's perfect for this kind of like goofy, athletic kind of, like like sports kind of role. Like I, it's like a, it's basically you're saying like this a...
0: above The Matrix and John Wick also.
2: Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I I I John Wick they're they're in their own league. I don't even classify them. It's like... <laughs> oh, okay. Point Break yeah. and Speed. <laughs> I forgot about Speed. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love no, poking I love, holes in your arguments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, but in, in all honesty, I'm like like this is one of my favorite Keanu roles. Um, he just fits that like that that Southern. I, I feel like he's like that Southern California character he plays in almost everything fits well here. Um, but yeah, it, you know they end up towards the end of the movie getting to into the playoffs, and it's right before all the players are gonna are gonna cross the line. So now it's. You know, are they going to, what's their future? And it, it's a really, really good movie. Uh, a lot of a lot of good football scenes in it. Uh, John Madden's in it, who even though I can't, I couldn't really stand. Uh, I think he's great in this. So. Yeah. Oh man, you got to love Madden. Uh, yeah. I, I, heard, I heard John Madden once say, here's a guy who when he runs, he goes faster. <laughs> like, all right, you, all right John, you, you're getting paid like $30 million. And that's what you said. Thank you um yeah so I'll, I'll i'll throw it over to you guys What what's your takes you're gonna probably crap on this one too uh harry you want to go first
1: yeah i will um i've never seen the replacements um great name shane falco uh i've seen pieces of this movie but it kind of you know for me one of those movies that just was like on tv all the time on like tbs or something or tnt um. So I don't really have too much of an opinion. I will say I, I was thinking about Gene Hackman because I saw a photo of him recently at a at a festival. And I think his career up there. as a yeah, as an actor is, is pretty much over. So I wouldn't mind revisiting some of maybe not his classic movie in uh, The Replacements, but seeing some of his films Um as uh is just uh that would be nice he's 92 now by the way mm-hmm. um which is probably why he's not uh, acting and uh keanu reeves love him um so yeah this is on uh on the list to watch it I, I think you know as chris was mentioning i don't think this is well received by critics but you know it does have a, a cult following similar to um hand movies so
2: this um, and and one note this movie is filled with and i i think it's there uh, the rewatchables podcast does it with like those guys like the like uh like yeah that kind of this movie has tons of of like those guys that you don't really you may not know their name but you know them from other roles like david denman who's from like you know roy from the office mm-hmm. and um art lafleur you know we just talked about him from uh the, the sandlot uh, the great yeah. sandlot mm-hmm. and uh yeah so i'll I'll, t- I'll throw
0: it over to uh papa girl. what are you
2: what are your thoughts?
0: I haven't seen this either. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, this is this is one. And I do I have this sitting as we speak in my Netflix queue and I almost queued it up uh, prior to this episode just just to kind of see how it was. Uh, Look, I love Keanu uh, even more than I love Keanu. I love Gene Hackman. It's funny that you say that about diving into some of his stuff here, because like just within the past couple months, I've watched uh, the Poseidon Adventure rewatched, I should say um and rewatched uh Royal Tenenbaums and uh nice. what else did I rewatch recently with him in it uh oh the quick and the dead uh not rewatched that was a first watch for me so yeah i love gene hackman can never get enough of him it's just man such a great actor they they really don't make actors like him anymore and uh so I'm always down for checking out his filmography. And I definitely do want to see this. I've always heard good things about it. This is another one, even though I haven't seen, never heard any negative feedback for it. So yeah, I mean, I can, I can see it being on here. Is
1: uh Gene Hackman's last movie. Welcome to Mooseport with uh, Ray Romano. Yeah. I remember seeing that. Was that. What, what was that? that? Mid 2000s?
0: 2004.
1: Yeah. 2004. 2004. So
2: yeah, I, I remember reading something about it. Like he, um, I guess he like unofficially retired, I guess around like the late like two thousands where he kind of like made it known. I don't know if he was like sick at the time, but I mean, how, mm. yeah, how, I think I know what like picture you're like, some of the stuff you were talking about, like recently, like he kind of, you're not going like to a 92 anymore. year
1: old man. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's you know? I, I, he definitely put his acting career behind him, but you know, yeah. good for him. Good for him. He had a great exactly. career
0: for sure. Uh, Okay, so we're going to move on to my next pick, and we're going to go with um, 2008's The Wrestler. Uh, Mm, Man. Great choice. Yes, thank you. Uh, You know, I I did struggle with this one a little bit, but I thought, you know what? Sports entertainment is still sports, so why not? Let's go with it. Uh, This was directed by Darren Aronofsky, uh, starring Mickey Rourke and Marissa Tomei and Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, Mickey Rourke was actually nominated for Best Actor in a Leading Role, and uh, Marissa Tomei was nominated for Best Actress in a Supporting Role. So definitely some awards pedigree uh, in here, even if they didn't win. Uh, the plot, a faded professional wrestler must retire, but finds his quest for a new life outside the ring in uh, a dispiriting struggle. Uh, so, I mean, it's just very this is definitely like a heavy movie, you know, you're, you're watching a guy uh, at his lowest point, basically. And um, uh, you know, the basically doing the thing he loves and lives for uh, as, as a coping mechanism. And then when he can't do it anymore, he has to, to find a way to survive. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy because being a, a huge pro wrestling fan You know, I follow a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. And sadly, this is a common story for um, a lot of the popular wrestlers from my childhood. People who were stars in the late 80s, early 90s kind of, you know, struggled with their addictions and and loss of fame as, you know, new generations came. And uh, so this story kind of hits me even harder but it's just a it's a very, very gritty and realistic take on what happens and the hell that these uh, these performers put their body through. And uh, it's just, uh, man, so, so well acted. I, I don't I want to say this was like, I mean, Mickey Rourke was in Sin City prior to this. But I, I think this might have been like his real comeback, like when he started to, yeah. to get more roles again. Um so yeah, I don't know. I just absolutely love this movie. Uh, highly, highly recommend checking it out. Although uh, there is some gore, so if you're weak of stomach, you might not want to check that out. But uh, but otherwise, uh, by all means. Uh, what do you guys think of the Wrestler? Have you seen it? What are your thoughts?
2: Uh, I yeah, I've seen it. I I think before this movie, I I, I couldn't pick uh, Mickey Work out of a lineup. Like, I really wasn't familiar with a lot of his older stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, I this was one of, I think, the first Mickey Rourke movies that I can like say that I saw. Um, and and Greg, me, I you're definitely more of a wrestling fan than I am. Um, but I, you know, all three of us have followed it at some point mm-hmm. in our careers. And you know, I what I would do probably if I had wrestling movies on my list, I'd probably make sure I saw them and I wouldn't make myself a proclaimed wrestling fan and then say, I haven't seen wrestling movies. but you know, is that, okay. um, <laughs> no wrestlers are great. I, I, you know, I remember being so annoyed. strays
1: here from the drive by all day. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Jeez>. <laughs> I remember being annoyed by the end of this movie, because I think this was still like, what year was this? 2000, 2008, 2008. 2008. Mm-hmm. This was like, I remember this was when I started like expanding my movie. Uh, catalog of what i was watching where like i didn't like um open endings or like like movies that didn't really conclude and you don't really know what happens at the end of this movie like a lot of people assume and they're like oh yeah this hat like he, he, he died or or whatever mm-hmm. um i and i remember leaving the theater like annoyed i'm like why did they just say it or show it or whatever but i actually mm-hmm. watch it again and i and, and i actually really like i this is a great pick It's not my favorite sports movies, but I like as a wrestling fan, like old school wrestling, I I thought this was really well done. Mickey Rourke is fantastic. This movie, like, I he didn't win. Did you say he won an Oscar? He was nominated, he was nominated, he was nominated. He should have been. Um, I love anything Marissa Tomei does. Um, Evan Rachel Wood, I don't remember, I couldn't tell you anything. This was probably one of her first big roles, um, that I at least knew her in. Um, which then she went in to do like shows like like Westworld and which I'm a huge fan of. Um yeah, this is a great pick. Uh it was cool to see. Uh, I think it's the first wrestling movie outside of that one with um, David Arquette that I've ever seen in theaters.
0: Ready to rumble. Uh,
2: ready to rumble. Um so I'm glad great that movie. they did a wrestling I'm glad that, oh uh this I, I I was really when I saw the wrestler was thinking about jokingly putting it on my Faye five. Um <laughs> So yeah, but no, this is, I like to see it from like a more dramatic angle. I thought it was great for more behind the scenes stuff of a, an older rundown wrestler. So pair. Yeah. I mean,
1: um, this would have been on my list, but I saw it on Greg's and I said, I think Greg's going to do a better job of uh, explaining the love for this movie better than I could. Cause I don't think I've revisited it since 2008. Um, yeah. Mickey Rourke is, is great in it. Um, probably. I would say maybe his best work. Um, there might be some, you know, uh, fanfare for some smaller roles or some other things. But I think this is probably his best role. Um, probably should have won the Oscar. Uh, I don't remember who was nominated in no way um, for is there it, but-
0: controversy. Do you remember about this not being nominated for best picture? Because I remember there was Uh, talk of it happening, but it didn't. I
1: mean, listen, for it only to get two awards, when you got Darren Aronofsky and, you know, I I believe 2008 was still the five nominees. So if there was 10, I don't see a reason why it wouldn't have. But 08 was also Dark Knight. So there was that controversy um, as well. I think probably the fact that it didn't get more love, because I think, I don't know, maybe there was some, as you mentioned greg you know something with like wrestling and like you know taking it seriously but Mm -hmm. um yeah great choice great pick would have been on my list um if not for being on greg's list because i like to have some variety but uh (laughs) yeah great sports movie
0: thank you side note Um, similar to uh sean astin forever being associated with uh sam uh, marissa Tomei's character in this is what i associate her with so i can't see her as aunt may i just see her as no her cousin Vinny
2: from oh yeah i think her is my cousin Vinny. i
0: didn't i didn't see that until maybe like two years ago so i really? uh yeah so i i just with this
2: yeah <laughs> um, one mickey work uh note that i mm-hmm. just remembered uh there's a movie he did in the early 90s called harley davidson and the Marlboro man mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it um, I honestly, my dad showed this to me when I was like seven or eight, which he probably shouldn't have. Um, I thought it was Bruce Willis was was um, Mickey Rourke until about six years ago, and that's just it. I, I thought Mickey Rourke was Bruce Willis for at least um like twenty years of my life. Mystery solved. Case closed. Want, want, <laughs> look at whenever you get a saying, look at the images of it, and you're like, yeah, that's Bruce Willis. That's not Bruce Willis. It's Mickey Rourke.
0: Thanks. Thanks for yep. that. Aside. that up. <laughs> yes. Uh all right. Let's move on. Harry, what is your next
1: pick? Yeah, so my next pick's is uh, 2013's Rush, uh directed by Ron Howard, uh starring Chris Hemsworth and Daniel Bruhl. Um, this is the story of uh, a merciless 1970s rivalry between Formula One rivals James Hunt, who uh is like this English Playboy driver and kind of a uh you know, I wouldn't say Immensely focused on his craft, uh, and the methodical and brilliant opponent, um, an Austrian driver, uh, Daniel Broll, which is uh, he plays Nikki Nikki Lauda. Um, this one I feel like is you know Formula One I think is definitely having a moment with its Netflix show and um, is gaining in popularity, similar to soccer. Uh, probably about five ten years ago, now it's becoming more the Formula One's becoming more accessible uh, over here in the states. So uh, something I might try to get into. Who knows? Because uh, I think it's cool um but yeah this movie i think flew under the radar um i don't think it got a lot of love when it came out uh i'm actually surprised handwriting didn't put it on his list because if i remember correctly i know he was in love with this movie Um, i still am could be wrong oh well there we go okay all right so i was right about that Um, i had to put rat i had to put rat somewhere yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's fair That's a fair point. Um, But the dynamic between the two of them is, you know, it's your classic kind of sports tale where, you know, Hemsworth is talented and he doesn't quite focus on all the time and, you know, takes it for granted. And Daniel Broll is more, you know, calculated and just his desire is to, you know, just win and use the, you know, go all he can and puts it into his career. So um it's a uh, it's a really really strong movie. The racing is, is pretty intense in it. I wouldn't say it's hard to follow along with. Um, you know, directed by Ron Howard, which um, I th- was surprised to remember that he directed it. Um, in my opinion, didn't really get any awards love. Didn't make a ton of money at the box office, but is a movie for me um, that I feel is uh, uh, a hidden gem and would highly suggest it. So hands, I know, I know I'm pretty sure we saw this together. So uh, yeah. I'll toss it over to you to give your thoughts on uh, on this
2: everyone's yeah, driven you- by something as the tagline says <laughs> um no you touched on you touched on uh, pretty much everything with it this was early chris hemsworth um where he yep. was like kind of he's basically this is basically like he plays the character of thor except if thor was a formula one driver where he was like a playboy and like really like full of himself and yeah. that's he was so, so not thor <laughs> Thor. he's basically Thor, he Thor was, but not Thor, Thor if
0: if Thor <laughs> well, between also the shooting cars. of Thor
1: 1 and Thor 2 they said hey you want to make this movie called Rush <laughs> yeah. he said sure he sign like, me up
2: it does it not a stretch it's the same character Um, yeah so uh, you yeah, know Chris Hemsworth, I knew him from Thor Daniel Brühl I didn't really know him too much at that time I think he was still like he's, he was an up and coming um, name in Hollywood uh, I, I don't know why I did include this in my sports movies I think with Formula One, I always forget, and NASCAR, I always forget that they are considered sports. Um, NASCAR, not so much. You're driving in a circle, you make a, a couple left hand turns, and that's it. That's not sport. Um, Formula One, I know it's it's really starting to take off in America, especially with that Netflix show, Harry. Like you, I'm, I want to kind of jump into it because it, it, it looks together, really bro. interesting. All right, you got it. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to do that. I don't want to talk to you. Um, I, Sorry. I I, yeah. I was going to say something else, but I realized it's G rated, but it was a, just a joke. Um, <laughs> All right. No. So they, the, the rivalry rivalry with these two uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a true story. Um, Ron Howard. I, I did forget going through when we did. We did fame, like our uh, favorite directors. Um, I think I, I had him and I, and I don't even know if I mentioned this or it was like kind of an afterthought. This is a, a, a phenomenal, like, movie that he directed that it does go under the radar the the formula one scenes in it are are shot really well um it, it's not i feel like sometimes when they do racing movies there's a lot of edits and a lot of quick cuts and and with this i think they stick with it really well they even incorporate um weather into it with like the rain in a few of the races oh, yeah, but that it, it looks yeah. it look like the cinematography of it looks really cool uh, and and brule and hemsworth have really good chemistry and you know they they haven't really been no they haven't had their own like they've been together in the mcu which they are both zemo in and now. thor just zemo and thor now yeah um racing we'll win it's yeah um so it, it's really cool uh, and it left me leaving the theater like once it ended like just doing a little more like kind of a deep dive into research of their rivalry and i think like any kind of movie that's like based on true events like that um You know, I I usually try and look up on some of the things just to see, like, what was true, what was not. Um, And I I think they nailed a lot of the big points of their rivalry. But, um, I mean, the fact that they made it, I I would consider it successful. It didn't make a ton of money, but I think it probably made its money back. The fact that, you know, it, it does have not cult following status, but it does have a following behind it where it's one of those movies that anyone who sees it doesn't really have anything bad to say about it it just it's kind of a, a forgotten gem. So, Greg. Okay.
0: I haven't uh, seen this one. <laughs> there we go. This is this is the last one that I haven't seen out of our list. Uh I will say uh, so I'm not a big cars guy. I'm not a big racing guy, but uh, Where do you work again? Uh, yeah. Shut up. Uh but <laughs> I do I do like Hemsworth. I like Daniel Brühl. Uh Ron Howard is typically hit for me i actually have uh in the heart of the sea on my queue to watch uh, which is another That's uh, ron howard chris hemsworth joint um but uh yeah i would i would be willing to give this a, a watch just because i really enjoyed like more so than i thought i would uh i really enjoyed ford v ferrari so this yeah. kind of gives me a similar vibe i know it's not quite sure. the same thing but uh But yeah, so I'd be willing to check this out. It's just uh, another one in the list that just kind of came and went and I missed it and haven't gotten gotten back around to it. So one day. Yes. Uh, But glad you guys enjoyed it. Sounds sounds intriguing. All right, let's move on. Hans, what do you got next? All right. So next
2: movie I have is Major League. Uh, This came out in 1989. I didn't realize it was this old. I actually saw major league two first thinking that it was major league one for the first couple of years. Um, <laughs> so I didn't know there was a major league one, but there is. So I watched it a couple of years later and uh, it's much better than number two. I can say that uh, number two is an okay movie, um, but this is about the Cleveland Indians where they're basically have an owner who's trying to throw the season so they can move the, um, Move the town, I believe, to move the baseball team to Florida or somewhere. Nothing uh, changes. Tropical and and you know not not in Cleveland. Um, I've never been there, but I'm sure it's a lovely city. Um, you know, is this early Charlie? Well, not you know Charlie Sheen and his up and coming kind of big name status, Tiger I Blood guess. era. <laughs> yeah, uh, this before he went off the rails uh, completely. Uh, Tom Berger, uh Wesley Snipes, Rene Russo. Uh, Dennis Haysbert uh, uh, some of the just the names that I can think of like off the top of my head. This is one of, uh, I, if we did comedy, I, I mean, we did comedies, but I, I wish I would have put this on there. Um, I, this is such a like just a great, a great sports movie. Just, you know, it, it's kind of like bad news bears for adults, um, where it's just this team is they're, they're not good. And, you know, of course, like all these sports movies, halfway through the season, you got to dig deep and, you know, find that find that fire and you know they find out that the the owner is throwing it throwing the throwing that basically trying to throw the season and they come together and basically become a competitive team you know just like at all these movies and um you know it's it's a really um off the wall kind of like I, i don't i've never been in a in a in an mlb dugout but some of the conversations that they have in the instances and it just it's really funny and it just uh, some of the scenes like I, I could think of is where the one guy they're like, trying to recruit like basically they're trying to recruit a coach and it's this guy Lou who bas- I don't even know if he has any MLB experience but he's working at like an auto dealership or like an auto repair shop and he gets a call and he doesn't even think that it's like a real call. He's like, Oh, I got to go see a guy about white walls. And it just hangs up on him. And he ends up being like the coach of the team. Um, you know, and I, the chemistry with, with like, with Charlie Sheen, Wesley Snipes, I've heard Wesley Snipes is a nightmare to work with later in his, some of his movies. Um, but I, it seemed like they really had a really good chemistry here with Tom Berringer as well. Um, yeah. It's, it's definitely earns its R rating. At least I think it's R it, it, if it's not, it should be. Um, but it's, uh, I I would definitely recommend. Yeah. I would definitely recommend watching this, um, before major league two and not
0: making the mistake that I did. Um, it's kind of like how you should watch the mighty ducks before D (laughs) three.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to say major league one and two are the exact same movie. There's not like there, there is absolutely the same movie. They just switch some of the character, like some of the stories with another character and that's it. Um, but it's yeah, I don't know why they made it. it stinks. Um oh and uh what's that cr- the crazy guy from um oh my god, I can't think of his name from um independence day is in it. Um the wacky uh the dude uh Randy Quaid is in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um that I, I meant like wacky in real life, not like in, in Independence Day, like well he was of
0: kind of an in independence
2: day too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but he's uh, he's a crazy person in this as well. So yeah,
0: big stretch, yes. all Um, right well i'm gonna jump in on this because i have seen it (laughs) um yeah no this is a a great pick uh definitely one of the top sports comedies uh if not the top one of all time um very memorable characters and uh yeah just an overall really good movie i mean i don't have a ton to say because it it has been a while since i've seen it but I, i saw it plenty of times in my youth and uh just a really really good movie so I'll there bet. are some
2: part like some of the story points on it don't hold up well but like mm-hmm. the at the, the base like the, the side story like the love story is just kind of cheesy and, and it's not that great the baseball and like actual like baseball action and the baseball stories holds up like the comedy holds up really well
0: yeah so. didn't they make Actually. uh they didn't they make like a football version of major league I they forget what it was did. called.
2: Now are you talking about necessary roughness? Yes, that's it. Yeah, I never saw I know I, I think I saw that like in like it came out very either very close to major league, but um it's it's basically the same. Yeah, yeah. The same thing. <laughs> yeah. They try to get like to get that uh major league
0: money. Get the rub off major league. Yeah. <laughs> uh Harry, what are your thoughts on major league?
1: Yeah, um I'm not a huge major league guy. Uh I Maybe would say, I've probably seen too many TV versions of Major League, and maybe not enough of the official Major League. Uh, so there's probably part that, um, yeah, just never really took to Major League. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I really got for you. <laughs> um, not not huge in my uh, my catalog of rewatchability. Um, yeah, just well, not for me, I must say so all right sorry all right but i'm glad you guys enjoyed it
0: yes all right we're gonna move on to me then uh my next pick is 1976's rocky directed by john g avaldson starring sylvester stallone talia shire carl weathers burgess meredith burt young you got a who's who of talent right there uh one best picture at the oscars as well as best director excuse me so the pedigree is there um I mean, I don't. I feel like I don't have to do too much of a deep dive on this because who hasn't seen this movie? Uh, this is a, a top five movie for me of all time. Uh, you know, let alone um, sports. So, just absolutely love the performance uh, Sly gives. It's just, man, it. This really taps into an emotional well. I mean, there's kind of you know a reoccurring theme in in my list uh, for some of these of uh you know underdog stories but uh and this is kind of like the ultimate underdog story um what if your whole life was a million to one shot i think is the uh, the tagline of the movie and it's just uh it's it's mind blowing i mean the cinematography is is gritty you, you feel like you live in the streets with with rocky and you're on the docks with him um the sport in it you know the boxing is uh, is pretty good it's a little dated now uh with the makeup effects but um beyond that i mean it's still it's entertaining to watch uh and and i mean each character is just like it it feels like a real world that you're inhabiting the characters seem realistic uh and they're just it's great to watch great acting great great story just everything and the score just chef's kiss so i i love this movie with all my heart and uh yeah i mean just absolutely phenomenal movie uh what do you guys think about the og rocky
2: i prefer rocky 2 yeah. um this guy no and i i know i i'm i'm usually in the minority when i when i say that i prefer rocky 2 i think rocky 2 is better than rocky 1 um rocky 1 is not a bad movie mm. um uh, I, I will not take that out. <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> Best picture I, winner. I just, not a
2: bad movie. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but Crash was a best picture winner. I'm not going to. You can't use that argument. Um, Fair. I I think that for like there's I, maybe I'm just like nitpicking with some of the stuff with like Rocky, but I just feel like I was more invested in Rocky, too. Um, I like Apollo's character in two more than I than in one. Um, I'm a huge Apollo Creed fan. Like, so um, I. I. I, he's one of my favorite characters in like movie history, um, more so than Rocky, and I, I like you know being from Philadelphia, and everyone's just you know, I think this Rocky mentality like just takes over Philadelphia sports, and it just I'm tired of it. Um, I really hate under I hate I I hate the term underdog so much when we're talking about like all the four Philly sports and everything. It just and they like incorporate Rocky into it. I I like I hate it. Throw I always tell throwing people, in that guy Rudy too. <laughs> yeah. No, I always tell people when they're like, well, what about Rocky? I'm like, well, he didn't win the first round. So i just, he went the distance. Who gives a crap? He still lost. Um, I like Rocky too. I think, I think the boxing scenes are much better in Rocky two, but I think it's mainly just a production value. I don't think they had a lot of production value at the time of Rocky one. Like a lot of the Rocky one was fought, was the fights were in darker arenas or just darker rooms with no lighting with our, what basically to make it the perception there were people there. Um, and the fight in Rocky one, the last round is literally like 25 seconds. Um, it's quick. And I don't know if that was just an editing or I don't know, like a, a, a plot hole or whatever, but it goes really quick and it, I don't know, it took me out of it at, hmm. at the end of the movie. It took me out of it. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's okay. I just, I prefer Rocky two over Rocky one, but if I had to go like a, in like a hierarchy list of Rockies, it would go Rocky two, probably Rocky one. And then another movie we'll talk about shortly. Okay. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, for me, I, I enjoy Rocky. A lot of the things Greg said in regards to the score, um, you know, the, I think this is like the template when like, this is 1976. This kind of becomes like the template of how to make a great sports movie into, you know, prestige or, you know, to, to take that next level step. Um, I just, um, I don't know if it's because I'm, you know, in the Philadelphia area or if it's proximity, but like, I just feel like it gets overplayed a lot. Um, you know, it's used in sporting venues. It's used, like, I I wonder like if I was a kid who lived in Kentucky growing up, like would Rocky like be this movie that like is passed down. And I think a lot of people use Rocky as like, you know, and and it's a Rocky runs a little long in the tooth for me, and maybe that's part of my problem as well. Is you have Rocky one, Rocky two, Rocky three, Rocky four, Rocky five, Rocky Balboa. Uh, what else? Well, am I missing any any of uh, of the Rocky movies there? Well, the, the spinoff um, franchise. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean that's when it gets good, if you ask me. Um, But no, but I mean, listen, it stands the test of time for a reason. If it's on, am I going to watch it? Yes. Um, You know, some of the production values on it, as Chris mentioned, might be low quality, but I think they make the most of it. You know, obviously the, the famous running up the, uh, the art museum steps, um, you know, to that score um, is just, you know, it's, it's, it's great. Um, So I'm not taking anything away from that. It's just not my go-to when it comes to sports movies. So That's, that's it for me. I'm sorry to disappoint you,
0: Greg. I know Mm -hmm. you're a huge Mm -hmm. Rocky guy. Um, I am, but you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe I'm coming at this from a different take. So I have, I've lived in Philadelphia most of my life, but I'm not originally from Philadelphia. And I didn't actually see Rocky until maybe late teens, maybe early twenties, but I think more late teens. Uh, So it was, it was a while before I saw it, but when I saw it, man, it just, it blew my mind. And uh,
1: yeah. and the fact that he doesn't win at the end, I think everybody right. you know, always confuses it and thinks he wins. Yeah,
0: that's and that's what I love, too, is it's yeah. The point isn't that he it's it's stereotypical. Oh, good guy wins at the end. It's just he proved something to himself and to the world. That's all he needed. You know, he didn't need the strap. He just he needed to show that I can hang, you know. So, yeah, absolutely. And I
1: I think, I think a lot of things with sports is glorified by who wins and it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not always about that, you know, sometimes it is about making it just to that final or making it to the playoffs or making it, you know, having your name brought up or making it to the final four and, there's, there's a story there that, you know, for a lot of times it's just like, well, who won? And it's like, okay, well, there was other things that happened. I mean, we, Chris mentioned it when he talked about, you know, best picture. It's like, okay, well, like crash won best picture, but I guarantee you there's movies that we talk about that, you know, from that year that aren't crash. Cause I don't know the last conversation we had uh, about yeah. crash.
0: Yeah. True. It's just, uh, well, yeah. and, and one other Rocky. thing, sorry, I, I wanted to talk. No, no, yeah. go ahead. Uh, with Rocky. I mean, you know, the, I think the thing that makes it, or one of the things that makes it so good is you get to see all of these relationships kind of as they're forming so yeah you know Rocky and and uh uh Adrian's uh relationship at its uh you know as they start coming together uh and falling in love uh Rocky and uh her brother Paulie um kind of having a, a little bit of an adversarial relationship going back and forth and you know, over, over. Rocky. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's, <laughs> that would be the next one, Mickey, where, yeah. in in the subsequent movies, Mickey's just his corner man and, you know, he's all, on his side and stuff, but that's not the case in here. He kicked Rocky out of the gym er, and relocated his belongings and all that stuff. And then he comes crawling back to Rocky when he finds out he has the shot and Rocky's like, yeah, that's real nice. Where, where was my prime? You had a prime. Where was my prime? So like there's a lot of meat on the bone in terms of story and acting. And once you get into the familiar stuff of the sequels, they don't really dive in that it's, it's all just kind of hunky dory. I mean, not to say that there's, there's not conflict or anything, but not with that central group of characters in, in the subsequent films, the conflict is always, Oh, it's Rocky. And here's the wall standing tall that he has to overcome. It, but in this movie, it's how he kind of plays off those relationships with other people and the battle against himself to prove that, yes, I can stand in the ring toe to toe. So I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's said. my pick. Thanks. Hair. <laughs> uh, what's your final pick?
1: Yeah, my final pick is uh, is related to the Rocky uh, Cinematic <laughs> Universe. <laughs> um, and that's uh, let me see the the date for this. 2015's Creed. Yeah. Mm. Um, now I remember being super pumped for Creed. Again, another Philadelphia tale. Um, maybe it's just the age of when I see Saul Creed as opposed to Rocky. Maybe it's just the fact that this is like kind of an updated version of Rocky that it that it stands a little. Maybe it's because it has Michael B. Jordan in it and I absolutely love Michael B. Jordan. Um But but yeah, basically, you know, the story of Creed is the former world heavyweight champion Rocky Balboa serves as the trainer. So he becomes the Mickey character um, and mentor to Adonis Johnson, the son of his late friend and former rival Apollo Creed. Um, uh, Directed by Ryan Coogler, um, who absolutely, you know, I think at this point knocks it out of the park with everything he does. Um, Very excited for the next uh, Creed iteration. Um, because I think uh Jonathan Majors is also uh playing a yep. role in that, so yeah, keep that Marvel cinematic universe uh together. Um, and as well in Creed is uh Tessa Thompson, so you know, uh, and what I what I enjoy a lot about this, and it's similar to a trope that just always catches me is you know, um, we talked about uh Karate Kid and you know, Cobra Kai and how oh hey, like what if actually. Um, you know Johnny Lawrence was actually is now the underdog and with this story you know as I mentioned Rocky was getting a little long on the tooth to be in the ring throwing the, hay- the haymakers um, but to have him kind of take up the role that was you know Mickey and how he takes that role and you know looks at the way for another you know um, with Michael B. Jordan's character and uh absolutely just uh great great boxing scenes in this one um definitely had the budget for it um love the soundtrack love the you know obviously philadelphia background, um you know and set place for it um enjoy the michael b jordan and tessa thompson relationship and kind of the the goings to with that and um yeah just super excited for for creed 3 um with it so uh love to hear your guys thoughts on it especially greg i'll start with you since as the rocky connoisseur uh of us l- let me know your thoughts on creed is it is it a step below do you find
0: it kind of on par or what are your thoughts well yeah so i mean it, it is a step below from the original rocky for me right uh but i mean that's just you know that's that's my take on it. Um, in, in terms of ranking the Rocky movies, I would put Rocky, then Rocky Balboa, and then just just a hair, just a fraction of a split end below Rocky Balboa is Creed. Uh, mm. I, I love Creed. I think it's a fantastic movie. Love that they got uh, well, love that they brought in uh, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Ryan Coogler does a fantastic job directing. Love that they recast uh, with Felicia Rashad as uh, Adonis' mom. And uh, uh, yeah, Tessa Thompson as Bianca. Fantastic. Uh, Love that they, you know, uh, uh, made her, um, uh, you know, disabled in a way, uh, as well as uh, being a performer. So, you know, it's not just necessarily about Creed, but how those two things mesh and interact. Yeah uh yeah i mean just fantastic the boxing choreography was great uh much more realistic style than you know the the rocky franchise proper uh so it's cool to kind of see that updated and and shot for modern times um the opponents that he had uh were were really good uh uh oh god Sperino was the one dude's name and then uh pretty Ricky Conlin as like the, the main bad guy, uh, very, very entertaining and uh, fearsome. So, you know, you, you got the sense that, Hey, uh, Adonis was really going up against something tough. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a, a great choice. Um, I can see this definitely making, you know, a list. So I, I commend you for having it in there. Thanks
2: my guy. Sure. This movie had like no, No right being as good as it as it was. (laughs) This is true. This really was like a bad idea that turned out to be like an actual like turned out to be like a really good one. Um I remember when they like originally were like saying like they're gonna do it, like a sixth one or a seventh one of Rocky. They're like, No, it's gonna be about I think Stallone was originally supposed to direct this too, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. He was um and it it really was supposed to be like this was supposed to be like the kind of thing where it's just like you know what no like this this is an absolutely awful no one wants to see a movie about apollo creed's uh son that it just it won't work and it did this movie is 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 fantastic like you have said like you said with both of you with the choreography with the boxing matches i I think the what i don't know if it's the first fight or like maybe the, the last fight I think it's like a 12 minute one shot. Like there's like, or like the first round is like a one shot where there's no, there's no cuts. Um, yeah. I think, I think what's his name? Michael B. Jordan got knocked out at one point, like took a punch and just like, just got knocked out cold. Yeah. Um. And, and there's actually behind the scenes footage of it where you're just like, Oh my God. Like he, <laughs> he really went all in. Um. I, this is my, I think my introduction to Tessa Thompson, which She's one of my favorite actresses that are out there now. Like, I think I've seen her, most of her stuff. I even seen that MIB international one that came out that was, you know, (laughs) I wish I, I wish I hadn't, Um, but she was okay in it. Um, But yeah, I, I, this is, this is, this great. I, I, I think in my opinion, Creed two edges this out just by a little bit. Interesting. Um, Mm. I'm not going back to my Rocky two, Rocky one comparison. it just, it just, coincidentally like ended up like that um but i love the dynamic of when they introduced like drago and he's i i think his character was fleshed out so much more than it was in rocky 4 uh, rocky 4 he was basically a myth like a like a, a monster so they at least humanized him a little bit and i think they 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 got a lot out of a goofy rocky 4 and made it pretty if he dies he dies yeah. Like
0: I, that's a fair all, point. But I feel like Creed two just kind of sidelines Tessa Thompson, you know. I,
2: I and yeah, I could see it. Like I, I do enjoy like there's definitely parts that I enjoy more in Creed than I do in than than Creed two. I think from a, a sports enjoyability factor, I think Creed two is a little better. Um, But I, I mean, I, with with his relationship with Tessa Thompson, I think it is. It's definitely much. Is, is is a main factor in the first one. The second one's more of a relationship between Creed and Rocky, mm. um with, with Drago and his son. So I think that, you know, I, I think it's a different type of relationship. I just prefer two a little more, but I, I'm not taking away from Creed One. I, I think it's it it's it took a, a a an idea that sounded awful and really like just more than nailed it. It was like a, like a straight on, like bullseye. So, I, I mean, I'm excited for three. I saw like some behind the scenes footage of um, of of three. And Jonathan Majors looks terrifyingly ripped. He looks like Mr. T, like how like Mr. Uh, Jack really? Mr. T was. Yeah. Wow. yeah like, he he does like look T. pretty Jack. Yeah. Um, so, I you know, as long as they stick with I, as long as they don't make him like Mr. T's son and make this like going on and on. Let's and go for down. it. Tie it all yeah. together. Then they're gonna get to like what's it the, the fifth of creed and it's gonna be like mason the line dixon coming out of their retirement and Let's it's go. just not gonna it's just not gonna stop
0: <laughs> but
2: yeah creed excellent choice
0: okay uh all right so we're gonna move on and our final pick and I say our because hands and I both share this movie for our list so finally we yes. agree on something hands why don't you uh finally great
2: something yeah yeah oh my god
0: what uh, uh, what is our final pick, Hans?
2: Our last pick is the uh what what year? It was uh nine. I sorry, nineteen ninety two. I I mixed it up with something else. I'm sorry, nineteen ninety two is a league of their own. Mm-hmm. Um, based on the true story of the women's baseball league that was set up during World War World War Two when all the men went to fight in World War II, they went to Europe, so they made a women's league, and it was a lot of basically farmer farmers who played on small fields and and little small towns that they put a league together and it uh you know it started off slow and then it's basically the success of this league in its first year um Gina Davis Tom Hanks Madonna Rosie O'Donnell who I I can't believe I'll say this like absolutely killed it in this movie um I there's not there's not a bad a bad role in this in this movie a lot everyone brings their a-game even people like i like i said rosie i can't stand her in anything except this i think she fits really well um i'm trying to think some of the other people uh, john lovitz i know he's in it for a little bit who's absolutely hilarious even though kind of a a, a deviant i guess is a word you can call him <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it, it's uh I, I I was listening to uh, something else before about this, and like I, you know, there's a lot of controversy like towards the ending of it, and I, I think, you know, it's basically Gina Davis plays Dottie, who is um, it focuses on her relationship with her sister Kit. Um, this is actually funny uh, side note. This was the movie that I watched the night before my wedding, when Harry stayed over my parents' house with me. So fun story it was this or crank and we settled on a league of their own. Um, just why I just popped them <laughs> Nothing up Nothing says night before you get married, like a league of their own. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tom Hanks, like, uh, Tom Hanks is, is, is greatness role. Gina Davis. I, I, I she had like a weird career. I think her kind of, I think she peaked here and then went in a different kind of direction. Like she showed up in some other things, but I think this is probably the best that she's been. Um, and you know, going, just going back to Tom Hanks, this isn't his best, but I think in his early career, like in the early '90s, this is definitely one of his like best roles, and this started that Tom Hanks uh, arrival in Hollywood, where he started just just banging out like hits after hit after hit, and this was kind of the start of that. Um, I, I I think it's very. It, it's from what I know it's a, it's from what I've read, it's fairly historical accurate with, you know, the names are made up, but they, they kept it pretty, pretty straight. Um, the, the baseball action in this is, is fantastic. The relationship that the players have with all the actors and actresses. Um, I, it, it's, it's really well done. Um, Hans Zimmer did the score for this movie, which I did not know. Uh, it's definitely not his most memorable, but, you know, anything he puts his name on, it, it's it's straight up gold. So um, but yeah, Greg, I'll, I'll turn it over to you since you had it on uh, on your list. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I just absolutely love this movie. The, so one of the things that like uh, marks a really good uh, piece of entertainment for me, whether it's on the small screen or on the big screen is when you have like a a really well-rounded cast, but like you grow to care for even like the, the bit players, the, the minor characters and this team, like they, the, the racing uh, peaches and uh, you know, even some of the other teams, but they, they really, uh, they really take the, the, the team and give each player a personality It's not just like the four main characters or the three main characters and then a bunch of bland extras. It's like, no, everybody on this team has a unique personality and something that sets them apart and a unique look on top of that. And you kind of care for each character, even if they don't all get like a ton of screen time, they're just, they're very memorable. And, you know, again, using that word endearing, uh, and it helps that, you know, yeah, the, the movie is, is centered around uh, a sport, but it's a unique take on it because you don't typically see it framed around the, the women's league. Uh, maybe there's another movie about uh, women playing baseball, but I, I don't know it if there is. So this is a unique take on on baseball. And, uh, you know, it's a period piece, which I typically enjoy as well. Uh, you're right. Everybody brings their A game love uh Again, even the minor characters, uh, Gary Marshall um, in here and uh, David Strathairn, always good. Uh, like you mentioned, John Lovitz, uh, very funny. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's just, it's it's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Tom Hanks is Jimmy Dugan, great. Uh, you know, even Bill Pullman, uh, you know, might not have a ton of screen time, but plays a, a very sympathetic and, and uh, caring character. So and it's interesting, uh, also that the way they, they framed it with, uh, you know, the, the ladies going to visit, I guess, th- were they going to Cooperstown? Was that where the exhibit was? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was so, in that like
2: baseball hall fame. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So going to Cooperstown for, I guess, you know, a celebration of that league and then them flashing back to when they were in their prime and the league was getting started. Uh, so yeah, I mean, just a, a very, very unique movie, very good movie, uh, not even good. Excellent, I would say. Uh, so kudos to Penny Marshall for uh, for pulling this off. She was the director. And uh, yeah, really, really getting the most out of every single person How are your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I think when I was making
1: my list and I saw you both had this on here, I said, you know what? I think I think I'm good. Um, <laughs> not not in like a negative way, because I think it is one of the picture perfect like sports movies. Mm. Um Anybody in your family could watch this. You could be seven years old. You could be 75 years old and you could put this on um, and they'll probably take something from it or remember something of it. Um, Yeah, as you guys have mentioned, I mean, great characters throughout the movie. It's been a while since I've seen it. If If I was being honest, that was also part of the reason why I left it off my list is I felt like I couldn't passionately talk about it the same way you guys could um so i was happy you guys uh were able to spend some time on it but yeah a wonderful movie um i think it would have been three for three had i had i seen it more recently to confess my love for it but maybe i'll check and see if the wife hasn't seen it and uh throw it on over here but uh it might be time i bet she would love it if she has sure. yeah I, yeah I'm, i could tell you you watched it six years ago <laughs>
2: <laughs> we didn't we didn't start it from fin beginning <laughs> to end my guy no I think it's funny. I just, I signed it with that. They said it was that or a crank marathon, which it's two movies. Yeah. So they are basically just showing one and two over and over and over again.
1: <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. But um, yeah, I mean, yes, I do remember that hands and I'm sorry. I forgot to mention that in my, in my, right. in my conversation, but uh, there was a lot going on that weekend. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't the main focus of my day. The next day It was making sure my tux was
0: good um, yeah. for it. So, I'm going to put you guys on the spot here real quick. I know we're running a little long, but uh, are there any movies off the top of your head? Doesn't matter how many or how few, maybe non-traditional sports uh, that you could think of that uh, you would recommend the movies for moneyball. <laughs> OK, well, that's baseball. Uh, so <laughs> it's a traditional sport. I was oh, going right. to say, I'm sorry, uh, I, I confuse
1: it. I was going to say uh, whip it. I believe okay. that was. I'm trying to. Th- I think Drew Barrymore directed that. Um, that was a good one. Um, King Richard, which recently came out. I mean, I know yeah. the controversy with Will Smith, but um, another tennis movies Borg, uh, Borg versus McEnroe, and that uh, stars Shia LaBeouf. And um, I'm drawing a blank on who plays McEnroe or uh, Borg, but um, wow. Um, but those would be two, three movies is right it Andy there. Different. No, that's uh, that's like the joke HBO documentary one. Um, uh, yeah, no, that's that's a different
0: one. Whoops, hands uh, any uh off the top of your head? Um, one that I I,
2: I thought of uh, searching for Bobby Fischer, which is a chess movie, mm, um, that okay. came out in nice midnight mid or early 90s, I believe. Um, I think it was like 19, 1993. Um, that's a, a really really good one. Um, that has like early Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Joe Montang montagna is however you say his name Montagnia. and um uh, montagna and ben kingsley uh that's it's a really good movie um i haven't seen that in a long time but whenever i think of like non-traditional sports it's definitely um a good one nice i rollerball throw... rollerball too Oh, with chris okay uh,
0: no. well
1: there's the original roller movie. Movie. That's rollerball. Actually... i'm just kidding oh. <laughs> no there's the original rollerball which actually absolutely slaps um okay not the uh not the one well, with chris you Klein. say chris yeah, Chris Klein. Not that one. <laughs>
0: not that one. <laughs> I don't think he's ever been in a decent movie. Well, James no, that's Con. not fair. I like American Pie, but
1: yeah. Uh, James Khan 1975 Rollerball. Check that out if you can find it literally anywhere.
0: I am going to throw out a few, and I, I have a couple more just because I I had already thought of this uh, question, but uh, the aforementioned Red Belt from 2008 starring Chiwetel Ejiofor, uh about MMA. We got a bowling movie, Kingpin. Uh, starting with uh, oh, yeah, and nice. Bill Murray. Yeah, that's a go. One. Uh, wrestling movie. Uh, amateur wrestling. Foxcatcher from 2014 with Steve Carell, Channing Tatum, and Mark Ruffalo. Uh, that was on my on, long list. Yeah, based on a true story. Very good movie. Very riveting. And uh documentary, but uh, you know, professional climbing. Free solo from 2018, uh, starring Alex Honnold. who is was a real climber. Uh. I, uh...
1: That was in IMAX and uh, I wish I would have seen it on that based off of, uh, I,
0: I, I was terrified just watching it on my small screen.
2: <laughs> I didn't watch it. All, I was actually going to see it in IMAX, but I've heard a lot of people like they say how how amazing it is. But like, if you get in, your are in that situation, they said like a lot, like you can, it would scare the hell out of you. So yeah. I, I feel like if I was watching that, I'd get to like either queasy or anxious and, and my anxiety was
0: definitely it. ratcheted up hand. So yes, I I'm right there right there with you. um yeah so now that there's there's some good ones there's another one that i i
2: can't think of i don't know, still know um we'll get it on the next yeah, spot i don't know yeah, yeah well, for I'll sure about it next week
0: uh all right well that is it for our fave five sports movies Hair. anything for the peeps
1: Hey, um, you know, this will hey. be dropping Memorial Day weekend. Um, hey.
0: Hey. Um,
1: <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to QNO2. <laughs> happy hour. Yeah. <laughs> you should um, I want you to
2: do a whole episode with that voice.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you if you're driving down the shore, you know, throw on the pod, uh, you know, take a listen, you know, uh got a long weekend coming up for a lot of the, the workforce in, in, in the world. So take the time to uh spend with family or friends. Hopefully the weather's good um go see top gun and imax uh because that's what i'll be doing and i mean there's a lot of content we talked about earlier in the beginning of the show that's coming out so you know we'll see what we get to
2: uh on our next show
0: mm-hmm. hands anything for the peeps oh enjoy
2: that long weekend if you have it uh hopefully you're listening to us and you, you stuck with us for sports movies give us any ideas of what you want to hear let us know um, what we missed yeah yeah. Yeah. If there's any good sports movies, um, if you want to, you know, hit me up on Twitter, PHILA, Phila TTP. If you want to talk rad or, um, or. Well, season's over. Almost. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm in for the I... Sixers. So yeah, Sorry. Uh, it's, oh, <laughs> it's that's over. been over. Yeah. That's, it's 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 over when the season starts.
0: Fair. All right. Uh, for me, just uh, yeah. Echoing the sentiments of my esteemed co-panelists here. Uh, enjoy your weekend enjoy the holiday hug your hug your loved ones and uh as always live spicy. spicy